is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. All you have to do, dial in toll-free, 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. With you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. And you can join us over on our website. Enjoy all the features that we will share with you there. Once again, freetalklive.com is the site. And we give it to you free, unlike those other talk show hosts who want to charge you for accessing their sites. Go to freetalklive.com. You can create the content. Everything you see as you scroll down the front page, those numbered items are submitted by listeners like you and then voted upon uh, by listeners like you. You get to uh, decide what makes it to the front page of the website. And when you go to freetalklive.com, you click the Upcoming Stories link, and that'll show you all the freshest items that are uh, being submitted by other listeners and you as well. So you can go to freetalklive.com to get interactive. As we jump right into your phone calls, we'll start with Cody on the line in Maryland on the amp lines. Hey, Cody. Hey, Ian and Mark. Hey, what's on your your show a couple nights ago, Ian, you had asked what the big deal with Hurricane Sandy was, being that it was only a Category 1 hurricane. And the reason I've called is to provide some additional indicators that will hopefully convey the immense strength of what was Hurricane Sandy, as well as show some inconsistencies of what I believe is a flawed categorical system. Okay, Thanks Um, for doing that, Cody. Real quickly, just the key attributes of the first four hurricane categories that uh, with a Category 1, which Hurricane Sandy fell under, the maximum sustained winds, which is what the category system is mainly based on, 74 to 95 miles an hour, uh, barometric pressure above 980 uh, millibars, and uh, Category 2, let's just deal with it, barometric pressure at 979, 965. Jump down to Category 4, approximate pressure is 944 to 920. Now, with Hurricane Sandy, the actual barometric pressure, which Mark brought up last night uh, a little bit, was uh, 946 millibars, meaning that it had an extreme lower pressure than the normal storm. And what this does is it causes a huge storm surge, which in New York and Battery Park was a record 13.88 feet, which is also uh, a uh, description of what a Category 4 system would be. How, and then how finally, did, there were blizzard warnings in West Virginia. And I don't remember the last time there was a blizzard with a hurricane. Now, so just the, with the state, of course, the state screwing up, up everything with the state uh, category system, it really doesn't take into account the, the immenseness of the storm. And I really wanted to get that across since I'm a bit of a weather geek. Gotcha. So uh, why is it, and I heard on the, you know, some one of these weather guys say that this was the lowest recorded barometric reading on any storm like ever and what causes the storm surge in this way uh, to uh, correct you it was the second lowest pressure of any storm to come ashore north of cape hatteras uh, and with this uh what the low pressure is pushing down on on much of the um the actual ocean so it's pushing it forward as well with the high winds either you got the jet stream coming across which is pushing across this huge arctic front that was coming across the United States, and then there was a high pressure over Greenland. It's like a big wall. Normally, the storms go up through Greenland, but it pushed it back. So uh, this Arctic front kind of like a fishing pole pulled it back in, so it had this left hook. So that really quick left hook had so much amount of um, power that uh, it it pushed it up into the actual coast. It's a little hard to explain, but it's four or five different natural occurrences that are normally pretty immense by themselves all occurred at the same time to spin the system like a top and push it right into the um, into the East Coast and Mid-Atlantic states, and it was, uh, it was pretty scary. It's not something – all those things together have never 
been seen before. So that's why Weatherman really didn't know exactly what was going to happen. Well, they never know what's going to happen. When have they ever known what's going to happen? Anything more than two or three days out is an educated guess. I mean, the models, you can never account for all the variables. So it's really, I prefer meteorologists that go off of analogs, look in the past, because it tends to repeat itself over time, and then look at the models to see what kind of goes along with your ideas. But most TV nets only go off of the actual models, which I don't think is very helpful. Well, very science-y, very informative. Uh, Appreciate that. Anything else you want to add, Cody? That's all. Thanks thanks for the call. Appreciate it. So basically, uh, you know, my Florida ass was uh, way too rude to people, you know, basically discounting the storm. Yeah. Well, it's easy. So this is uh, I. okay. So what makes sense is to be cynical of a hurricane hitting you because you're one person standing in one place. However, when you're a nationally syndicated radio talk show host, what makes sense is to have empathy and concern for a storm everywhere because every storm is going to cause damage someplace. I think I had empathy. I just didn't think it was as terrifying as they made it out to be. I think you sounded really cynical and um, I tried to, you know... I tried to, you know, this was when it was going on. I believe oh. I made statements to the effect of, you know, I feel terrible for anybody that's being affected by this or something like that. So yeah, but that's you know, hurricanes, they're dumb. I'm from Florida. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's hard to take them that seriously. I know. I know it is because Sarasota's never been hit by one historically. Boston's had a heck of a lot more hurricanes than Sarasota has ever had. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's just, you know, luck of the draw. And that's where we're from. So, yeah, you know, it's it makes sense to sit in Sarasota, Florida and be cynical of a hurricane. But once you and I can radio, also be cynical of people's building decisions. I mean, you want to build a house on a cliff next to an ocean. Uh, you want to build out, a, you know, a, a casino or a boardwalk out into the middle of uh you know, the ocean, you're going to have problems at some point, right? Humans love water. They're compelled by it. It moves constantly. It's an interesting, uh, uh, you know, landscape feature, and they're going to want to be near it. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I should be obligated to pay for your water Well, right. Fortunately for those people, uh, the federal government backs up folks that build out in very dangerous, what potentially waterlogged ways. Agreed. And uh, so essentially the, those rich people that are building those houses on, you know, in those locations where they're in se- severe danger of having problems like this uh, are essentially having their costs subsidized by taxpayers. Yep, that's what the rich people need, subsidization. That's right. That's how it goes. So I can be cynical about that. I agree. But uh, for the average person, I, I tried my best to express, uh, you know, empathy, Mark, and I well, think I... I know that yeah. there's, there's just because I'm skeptical of the uh, most terrifying storm ever doesn't mean I'm not empathetic towards those who were affected by it. It may very well have been the most terrifying storm ever. I don't know about that. Okay, I, I think that you know I think the media has an incentive to hype these things up. Agreed, because uh, they want you to stay tuned through the commercial break, and you know I don't blame them for that. Good for them, and you know for folks that were inspired to go out and get prepared. Buy all the hype, then I guess that's a good thing too. So, um, when for one thing, when a storm hits a metro like New York City, mm-hmm. and essentially, you know, this giant glob of uh, buildings, um, whether it's inside or outside of New York City, is the New York Metro. When it hits some place like that, it's going to be far more damaging than when it hits just some deserted piece of coast or, the, um, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So. That's one of the things that made it so bad was where it hit. Well, usually the government makes it worse. And as we saw last night, uh, the New York City government, Michael Bloomberg, decided to apply restrictions into getting into Manhattan this morning and also tomorrow, all day tomorrow, all day today. Uh, They were restricting cars to three or more people. 
and turning people around who did not have the uh, required number of folks interesting. in the car, which of course resulted in gridlock. According to MyFoxNY.com, uh, it caused severe gridlock minutes after the change went into effect. City and state officials said announced that drivers must have at least three people in their vehicle to cross into Manhattan using any of the East River bridges and the Lincoln Tunnel all day. So basically from 6 a.m. to midnight today and tomorrow. Uh, all taxis, li- uh, liveries, black cars, and other TLC licensed vehicles are exempt from those HOB restrictions on bridges. So just bridges. hire a cab to get in? Basically, yeah. So as long as the uh, cab has paid its you know, licensing fee, then it's okay. A checkpoint set up at the George Washington Bridge was not removed towards the end of the morning. Excuse me, was removed toward the end of the morning commute. It's not clear why the checkpoint had been set up at the bridge, which was not included in his announcement on Wednesday. Mm. The plan included a lim- the plan limited the number of vehicles entering Manhattan after a dreadfully slow morning commute on Wednesday following Superstorm Sandy. Police are stopping to check cars at several bridges. Uh, they mentioned six or seven, six bridges there. The checkpoints reduced traffic to one lane. And inspections appear to be taking several seconds per vehicle. Drivers who do not have three or more people are being directed away. So they're (laughs) – in order to supposedly solve the problem of a slow commute on Wednesday, they imposed this new three or more person rule and are now slowing cars down to one lane as they stop each and every car (laughs) to inspect it to make sure it has three or more people in it. That makes sense. It makes no sense at all. 855-450-FREE. But boy, what would we do without the government there to keep us safe from these natural disasters? 855-450-3733. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. Teaching without preaching the ideals of liberty. To young and old alike, Libertania, the Liberation of Conformia, is a picture book which tells the story of Thomas the Candymaker and his trip from the free land of Libertania to the statist land of Conformia, where he deals with border crossings, fiat money, business regulations, and corrupt officials. With his civil disobedience and run for office, Conformia will never be the same. Go to Libertania.com to purchase your copy today in print or Kindle format. For a discount code, check out the Libertania Facebook page. is free talk live you can bring up anything that you want and the toll-free number here is 855-453 sickle cai toll-free line 1-855-450-3733 and i realize we never got to the halloween costume story last night mark so i don't know if you still have that but at some point it would be cool to get to that because we did promise it uh the most popular halloween costumes of 2012 855-450-FREE is the toll-free number. But we go to your phone calls and then coming up news about the Green Party presidential candidate Jill Stein arrested again. This lady is getting arrested all over the place. She is a brave lady. Let's continue, though, with your calls and thoughts. We'll go to Jeremy in Alaska. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Jeremy. Hey, hey, and she kind of reminds me of you a little bit. You get arrested wherever you go, too. (laughs) It seems like it sometimes. It does seem like yeah. it sometimes, Jeremy. I don't. I can't understand what you're saying. You're pe- pressing your phone buttons at the same time as uh, as you're speaking. Oh, sorry about that. I don't think you're intending to. What time is it over there? It's only two thirty in the afternoon, right? Just dining in, should hook up and. Uh, 
That way they can get arrested together. You know, they should. it should have been Gary Johnson who uh, was arrested with her, but he wasn't uh, back at the presidential debates when she was arrested. Thank you, Jeremy. I appreciate hearing from you. Enjoy the, You enjoy your night or afternoon, rather. 855-450-FREE. It's, two, it's 250, 230 in the afternoon over there. <laughs> Just so you know. Five-hour difference. One eight five five. Wait, is it five? Four. Could be four or five, I think, depending. I thought it was five. Does they not? Do they not have daylight savings time? Mm, I don't know about that. And that's about to flip too, isn't it? I, it's yeah. We're going to be uh, falling back here at some point. All right. So let's continue here. Eight five five four fifty free. Tom, listening in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Tom. Yeah, I just can't help noticing that the smokers prevailed on their government uh, to force businesses to hire them, and then they call it employment at will, of course, even though it's against the will of some of these employers. And then, of course, the government forces us to pay taxes to pay for their doctor bills, but then when we ask the government for protection, like banning smoking in bars, all of a sudden the smokers become libertarians. And they say, oh, no, it ought to be the golden rule. Whoever has the gold makes the rules. And the two problems with that is, first of all, uh, it's the liquor licensing restrictions. It, if all of the bars allow smoking, then you can't just go open up another bar because they limit how many uh, licenses they'll hand out. Mm-hmm. But secondly, uh, what about uh, our right to open a factory that uh, where we're not going to hire smokers. You know, and you're absolutely right. Uh, most people are hypocrites. Uh, they want freedom for themselves, but don't want to see freedom happen for other folks because all they're concerned about is their own personal freedom. And Tom, thanks for the call and thoughts. Appreciate it at 855-450-FREE. Yeah, when it comes to a business, I think that a business owner should be able to discriminate on, you know, discriminate based on whatever the reasons are. And smoking is a great indicator of early death and some kind of uh, health problems. There's there's no doubt about it. And right. I'm, I'm an ex-smoker. I don't have a problem with people smoking. It doesn't bother me. Me neither, but you're not paying their health care bills. Right. It's, I shouldn't have to. I'm sure I'm doing some things that, uh, you know, I continue to drink beer and mm-hmm. I love red meat and I don't think anybody else should have to pay for my hospital bills when the time comes that I've got to, uh, you know, pay the piper. Right. And historically, uh, smokers, Tom's right on that he, when he says that, uh, you know, the smokers are on one hand pointing out that, hey, you know, bar owners should be free to set their own policies with regard to smoking. But on the other hand, they want to be able to work wherever it is that they want to, uh, whether or not the business owner is interested in that. And it is absolutely hypocritical uh, of those folks. But then again, most smokers don't really bother to do anything when the government's coming after bar owners and other places uh, in which they can smoke. There's some of them who will stand up and speak out for their freedom to uh, to to imbibe the subject or yeah, the I, substance of their choice. I suspect those rules as far as having to not discriminate against people because of smoking, if those exist, and I suspect they do. Um, I, you know, I'm certainly not a lawyer and I haven't studied this, but I would suspect those came from court cases, not from legislation. That would be my Maybe. guess. Maybe. And so the legislation is what cuts down on people's ability to open a business where they allow smoking, which I think they should be able to do. And at the same time, 
And also, you always hear the complaints about the servers who uh, the servers who have to serve the smokers, right? Because they have to work there, right? right? Because the servers a know that smokers tip better. That's what I always heard when I was waiting tables. Mm. You know, may or may or may not be true these days. I don't know. The smokers are paying a heck of a lot more for cigarettes now, but um, you know, that's what I heard is that smokers tip better. I wonder why. I don't know. It's a psychographic. You know, people that are willing to smoke are. More generous, more concerned about the 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 moment as opposed to the the long term. <laughs> Could be <laughs> just coming up with something here. That's good enough speculation. So um, anyway, they you know the servers would want likely want to work there, and it's not like it make you to, to work every day. Yeah. If this studio contained, oh, I don't know, uh, you know, unexposed uranium rods, I'm not going to come here. <laughs> All right, I'm going to say, you know, oh, it'll Ian, keep you warm, Ian. Mark. Until you can figure out some way to make, I feel a little woozy. Until you can do something about those unexposed uranium <laughs> rods in the studio, I'm not coming to work. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I'll call, I'll call in. You just can sit in the studio. You know, I mean, people make their decisions, yeah, and it's bad enough you have to wear your moon boots around here. Yeah, those are just for keeping it warm. Yeah, you do like to keep the studio a little, little chilly. It's better for the the gizmos that blink and cause heat. Yeah, eight five five four fifty free. The Sakel CAI toll free line. Jill Stein, according to RT. Uh, Russia Today, presidential candidate for the Green Party has been arrested again, this time in Texas, while attempting to resupply protesters camping out in trees to oppose the Keystone XL pipeline. According to anti-pipeline activists, the Tar Sands blockade activist says she was released soon after being taken to the Wood County Jail in Quitman, Texas. Dr. Jill Stein has been released on Class B misdemeanor criminal trespass charge, according to the group's website. Tar Sands has been protesting against the construction of the Keystone Pipeline for the last month. However, a spokesperson for TransCanada, the company in charge of the pipeline project, confirmed they are preparing to build around the existing blockade. Jill Stein and two other women came to resupply the tree sitters in Winsboro, Texas. Stein and a freelance journalist were subsequently detained by TransCanada security and handed over to the police. Uh, now, I honestly, I don't know much about the pipeline. I've heard... You know that there's some controversy about it. It's bad. You know, basically, I the, the one thing that I have a problem with is I don't care if you build a giant fat road; mm-hmm. it doesn't bother me. But when you're taking away people's farms and property as a result, I so think, they're using eminent domain to do this. As I understand it, they're yeah. doing a great deal of that, I and you they can are. imagine that they would. I mean, a big road is going to be that much harder to turn yeah. than a small road. But you can be sure that any of the turns, every turn that's in that road. It goes through some wealthy person's property that wanted to sell at a at a great price. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody who made some money doing it. But you know, I can I I can also see how the the difficult thing was when it comes to the environmental impacts. Currently, the government is tasked with the job of protecting the environment. That's a bad idea, right? The, whoever put them in charge clearly wasn't thinking ahead because, well, this is an organization that has no culpability or responsibility. So yeah, they're terrible at managing land and managing the environment. Absolutely, and so I understand why people who have concerns about environmental impacts are petitioning the government to get things fixed. But what they really should be asking is, hey, just sell us this land. 855-450-FREE is the SACL-CAI toll-free line. you got to hand it to Jill Stein. She puts her beliefs, you know, she puts her butt where her beliefs are. More coming up. This is Free Talk. In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society, the wheel. 
the printing press, the internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. Free Talk Live, you can bring what you want, toll-free, 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. With you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. And you can join us over on our website. Just head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that uh, are waiting for you there. We've got a lot of them. The mobile site is one of them. You can go to M, as in mobile, dot freetalklive.com. Someone was asking on, I think it was Twitter last night, uh, what is a good app for listening online if you are listening via your uh, Android phone? And if you just go to m.freetalklive.com, we link to uh, one or two of them right there on the page. So it makes it easy to hook up with an app if you don't already have one. Uh, go to amp.freetalk. Excuse me. Go to uh, m.freetalklive.com. There's an M in AMP. That's true. Eight five five four fifty free. Uh, you can, of course, take control of these airwaves. We were just talking about our um, – they're, they're during the break, talking about our friends in, in Phoenix and um, actually 4409, this activist who does uh, videotaping of the police and stuff like that. looks like he's been arrested. We don't really know much. Yep. So. Uh, yeah, I don't know anything else about it. You saw some video. Yeah, some video some... that he – apparently he was arrested for posting video. Well, no, no. He was arrested nine hours after posting a video. So there's, you know, we have two facts. He but was it was arrested. supposedly regarding the video that he posted? The video that he posted, the people that he videotaped that in the video that he posted then arrested him. Nine so, hours later. Nine hours later. So you okay. have that. If you're in Arizona, you can clue us in. Feel free. 855-450-FREE. You can go see that story at freedomsphoenix.com. They, uh, they have a news aggregator over there, and it's great. I uh, get their daily update. It's freedoms with an S, freedomphoenix.com. Hey, uh, so coming up, the Halloween costumes that uh, were the most popular in 2012. Mark has that story for us. Also, news about the future city's development. We had talked about this uh, previously, the Honduras experiment where... The idea was to uh, you know, basically have this company go down and buy up some swaths of land in Honduras. Small with the, swaths, really. I mean, you yeah. know, it wasn't that big. With the uh, approval of the Honduran government and create what were supposed to be free cities. Well, unfortunately, it just didn't pan out. In fact, it failed before it even got off the ground in well, any way, shape, or form. there's probably a lot form. of money put into it. Uh, I wouldn't say Several million dollars. Yeah. Well, there was investors that put money into it, but it never, you know... It, it didn't even clear a single tree from the forest. You know, they didn't build a, right. a you single... You had to get through the governmental apparatus, and um, so the, the legislature changed the constitution of Honduras in order to make it constitutional, and then the Supreme Court of Honduras ruled the, con- the, the constitution unconstitutional. Well, that's just what those courts do. They're there to protect the state, and this was something that in some way threatened the uh, the so-called sovereignty of The sovereignty of, of the people. <laughs> You know, the people. The idea is is that you don't own your land. Everybody else altogether owns your land. I have a statement here from Patry Friedman. Mm. Mark, uh, we've talked to Patry in the past yeah, on Patry's this a program. Good and he's the uh, grandson of uh, Milton Friedman. That's right. Is that right? So he posts on his website or some website, a thousandnations.com. Maybe it's his site. I'm not sure. Greetings all. As you may be unsurprised to hear after reading about the Honduran Supreme Court case, my company, Future Cities Development, has ceased operations. Mm. 
Here's the full announcement. In July 2011, Honduras amended their constitution to create the world's first free city program. Passing with a vote of 126 to 1 sounded like it was, you know, a sure thing. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, The red program was intended to create new cities on empty land with semi-independent governance systems under Honduran and international oversight. So as we had uh, discovered when we dug a little deeper into this news, it really wasn't a totally like free situation. All whatever their rules would be would have to have gone through the Honduran uh, legislature. Not so, all of them, um, but some of them, yes. That, well, there was a, a significant amount of oversight by the state of Honduras. Well, yeah, it wasn't going to be um, a, you know a completely. They, they weren't buying a kingdom, but what they were doing was buying a level level of aunt- autonomy from the Honduran government, where they were intending to implement best practices of uh, other you know countries around. The world. I mean, I think anybody in their right mind could say that some countries do some things better than other countries. And uh, what Michael Strong, I guess the guy who was in charge of Future Cities, was. No, he was with a different group. Was he? Yep. Okay. Um, anyway, what uh, what his claim we interviewed him was is that uh, the the English common law system was a very good legal system, and they were going to use that, and then sort of other things, and try to make essentially a Hong Kong of the West. Hong Kong is the freest little economically freest little spot of land on the planet, and. You know, if you could mimic that, then you would increase trade in that area and provide sure. lots and lots of jobs. Hong Kong is a barren little rock That's sitting right. out in the ocean have that has much millions no natural of resources. people on it. Yep. Now, they're not on millions of people aren't on that because they own the resources of this great and lush land. They're there because people are doing business. And if you get government out of the way and you let business do business... People make jobs. They make better lives. They make, uh, you know, they make the world better. Once there's a certain level of wealth, then uh, you know it's going to be really going to trickle down and provide a lot of wealth for the rest of the planet. I think that we're probably going to see, if not my generation, the next one coming. Free energy, uh, the production of essentially free production of consumer goods. Mm -hmm. If you're talking about 3D printing out there, you can buy a 3D printer that will make a new 3D printer. Once you have these 3D printers that can make all kinds of consumer goods that you currently drive a car to the store to get, then you are much more self-sufficient. You can have one on every street or something like that that produces the lawnmowers and the cars and the things that people need. And then you have the smaller ones in the house that produce the little things that you need. You're in pretty good shape. And if you need another one, you build it. It just, you know, one one's going to be spit out in a few minutes. By the way, uh, Hong Kong, population 7 million. Density of population, the fourth most dense population in the entire world. I'm surprised it's not the most with, dense population. I was surprised by that too. By With 6,000 6,452 people per square kilometer in Hong Kong. The only places that beat Hong Kong as far as density is concerned is Singapore um, and then Another Monaco. very economically pre- free place. Yep. Another very economically free place. And Macau in China. A very one. economically free place. So, interesting that the most economically free places is where people are willing to pile up to live. Hmm. That is interesting. 855-450-FREE is the toll-free number. So back to the release here from lesson that one could learn Future Cities freedom. Development Incorporated. Again, they're shutting down. Uh, Patrick Friedman writes, because we share a deep passion for innovative governance, we responded by founding Future Cities Development in August of 2011. So they made it just over a year. We saw the historically unprecedented program as compelling and an urgent opportunity to improve economic prospects for Hondurans and put our principles into action. Unfortunately, the early political momentum for the RED program faltered, and the program's implementation suffered a number of setbacks and delays over the last year. 
These culminated uh, culminated in the October 18, 2012 ruling by the Honduran Supreme Court that the red legislation was unconstitutional by a vote of 13 to 2. I would love to hear – I wish I could get a Honduran judge that voted for this or mm-hmm. against it. I don't care. Someone to explain There's to me. There's probably a statement out there if you look at their ruling. It probably explains it. It's probably in Spanish. That's what I mean. Yeah. Uh, um, why it is that the Constitution of Honduras – because they modified the Constitution. This wasn't a law allowing this. This was a mod- constitutional mm-hmm. amendment. How the Constitution is unconstitutional – I don't understand. I believe this, you know, the general statement was that they found that it was a violation of the sovereignty of Honduras. Because there would essentially be places within Honduras that were not subject completely to the government of Honduras. A sovereign country has the right to make a constitution and abide by that constitution. So once you've made that constitution, that is, you know, that that is the governing document. Sure, but as you know, the men with robes get to decide yeah. uh, what the constitution means. And uh, they can kick out whatever they want. They're probably threatened by somebody. Unfortunately, the momentum, uh, again, as a result, we no longer see any imminent development prospects in Honduras. Since our funding was contingent on making substantial progress within a year, we are winding down the company and returning our remaining funds to our investors. Thank them for their support of our work toward a better world for all. While we're saddened that the RED program didn't materialize, we're proud to have participated and learned much from the experience. We remain convinced... That, a free, that free city initiatives are the most promising strategy for alleviating global poverty. I agree with this, and I think that this is, you know, it's just really a matter of time. Okay, so Honduras, one of these, uh, you know, little ca- crappy countries in, the, in Central America. There's another 180 or so countries out there that you could approach. And, you know, there are a lot of places um, on the mainland or in the water. I mean, I'm thinking of some of these Caribbean islands where... They have actually uninhabited islands. You know, you could toss a few of these at a Free Cities project. Really? How's that going to affect the sovereignty of the people? 855-453, the SACL CAI toll-free line. While they plan their next project, wherever it ends up being, we're going to be here in New Hampshire doing what it takes to be more free with over 1,000 people, over 1,100 people here already. We can tell you more about that coming up. Free Talk Live. Are you looking for camping, hunting, survival, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries the name brands you want at the lowest prices. Ammunition, knives, firearm accessories, archery, air guns, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, tactical flashlights, fish finders, and boating equipment. ManVentureOutpost.com is family-owned, members in good standing of the Better Business Bureau, and has the lowest prices. Go check it for yourself. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything that you want here at the toll-free number, 855-453-1855-450-3733. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Hope you enjoy the features you'll find there. Those other talk show hosts want to charge you for theirs, so we give it away, freetalklive.com. That's not why we give it away. It's just an interesting point. Uh, we've given away our website from day number one. And uh, so enjoy freetalklive.com. If you like, you can support the show by shopping with us. Go to shop.freetalklive.com. Surely there's something you're looking to buy at this very moment. Maybe it's for you. Maybe it's for a loved one. Maybe it's for somebody else. Uh, You want to purchase it. You want to get a good deal. Well, go to shop.freetalklive.com. It'll be delivered right to your door because it's Amazon. You go to shop.freetalklive.com and you can click into the right Amazon for you. Amazon US, UK, Canada. Click into the correct Amazon and you'll get your shopping taken care of. And Free Talk Live will benefit because we get a cut of the sale whenever you enter through shop.freetalklive.com. We've been talking about the Future Cities Project, which is shut down. Essentially, they... 
Uh, they told their investors they would have had a certain amount of progress by this time, a year from when they started back in August of 2011, and they didn't make that progress due to the Honduran government's uh, Supreme Court stepping in the way and preventing anything from moving forward. You'd think that the investors would understand. I mean, it's a project to garner more freedom, so they understand that governments tend to be tyrannical organizations. So when a government acts like a tyrannical organization, none of them none, uh, none of them can be too surprised. Sure, sure. But I can also understand why uh, you know you wouldn't want to put money into an organization and just have them spend it all if it didn't seem like they were getting getting anywhere. Sure. And so they've returned the money to their investors. They're shutting down Future Cities International. Sounds admir- admirable to me. But I think that this Future Cities project is going to go on. Um, now they had maybe a in a different form. Yeah, but, I, I don't uh, mean this company. Yeah, but. I, you know this this idea of charter cities already exists it's uh it's you know it's existent all you have to do is get one of the dozens of uh, mainland uh, countries and then there's probably another few dozen in the caribbean itself where and i mean hong kong makes it as an island as as all they have to do is give some of their uninhabited land to have sort of less government control over and then they can see the prosperity roll in. And maybe they will find some government someday willing to do that, but most governments aren't really willing to give up any of their control, even if it, even if it means their citizens must suffer uh, ever further of being well, impoverished. They do it in the name of their citizens' uh, right. prosperity. They say, well, you are not going to have control over this. The people of Honduras will not have control of the city. This city will exploit the people of Honduras. They'll have crappy, low-wage jobs as a result. It is far better that they lie in the dirt, mm. unemployed, than to go and be exploited by the white guy. Patrick Friedman from a AthousandNations.com is uh, explaining why they're shutting down. He says... That he believes that the free city initiatives are the most promising strategy for alleviating global, alleviating global poverty. And I, that may be a true statement, uh, that, that it may be the most promising strategy for alleviating global poverty. I like his other project, which is seasteading. And it's a concept as opposed to you know really a project in and of itself. He's really fostering other projects like blueseed.co, where they take a different way there are different ways of living on the sea i think one of the best ideas is just taking old cruise ships and converting them mm-hmm. um you know and basically converting cruise ships and putting them out there in the water old cruise ships because there's lots of them as every 10 years or so the next as the cruise lines come out with these bigger and better cruise ships all the other cruise lines have to compete in that way so you just take these uh, you yeah. know second or third tier cruise ships convert them put them out there in the water it's not like it uh, it's a lot of uh, wear and tear on them to you know, basically stay steady and uh, face into the wind or whatever they have to do. And then people essentially can do business on them. If you can get the Internet and you can have electricity and you can have clean water and you have a free environment where people can work, you're going to have prosperity and prosperity unlike they have on the mainland where tyrannical organizations calling themselves the state have staked out monopolies Mm -hmm. and say that they own it. Well, we've yet to see that materialize. I've heard that uh, what's it, the Blue Seed guys actually have an old cruise ship, so maybe they're going to move they forward. That's what I'd heard. I thought okay. we re- didn't we not report that they're maybe. looking at they were looking at a few of them. I thought they were donated one or something like that, but I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Anyway, uh, Patrick Friedman Seasteading was uh, donated a husk, old cruise ship, a hull of a large ship, hmm. but okay. 
Maybe I've got the two, the two yep. confused. I actually was in contact with Max Marty from uh, BlueSea.co this week, and he's expecting a uh, a major announcement coming. <laughs> okay. But you know, you've got to you, just like with this project, you have to get all the paperwork done before you make the announcement. As awareness grows that good rules and effective institutions are the foundations of improved standards of living, we expect that other countries will attempt similar programs. We look forward to a future with more opportunities for the sustainable development of free cities. In the meantime. We encourage you to follow and support the research nonprofits working to create these opportunities. The Free Cities Institute, which is located at freecities.org, the Seasteading Institute at seasteading.org, and Charter Cities at chartercities.org. So the uh, nonprofit groups, I guess, uh, continue to move forward with these ideas. This particular business has shut down the Future Cities International. And again, you know, I hope that it pans out for those guys. I'm still interested in hearing if, uh, if another Future City poss- is a possibility somewhere. I think that'd be pretty exciting if it actually does end up coming to fruition. In the meantime, though, what we actually have happening is the Free State Project, and this is not pie in the sky. This is not a plan for the future. This is not something you need to invest uh, a bunch of money in, except for enough time and money that it takes to get your butt up here to New Hampshire if you love the ideas of liberty. Which it, co- it can cost a lot of money. I mean, you know, the Brian okay. Travis moved from moved all of his horses and business yeah, and everything, and it probably took him $100,000 to move. Probably Some cost people- us a couple thousand, maybe. Uh, we we lost money on the sale of our houses too. Oh yeah, I lost a huge amount of money on that. So. But I mean, as far as the actual move is concerned, it didn't cost that much. Uh, but yeah, so go to freestateproject.org to learn more about a movement of now over thirteen thousand people who've signed up to make the move to New Hampshire. Over eleven hundred people are already here as part of the Free State Project, and we want to reach that. We want that thirteen thousand number to reach. 20,000. So we've still got a little ways to grow, and there's a lot that's already happening, though. Even with only 1,100 people here, there's a lot going on. Uh, I was just talking with Trevor Lyman online recently. You may recall his name from the Ron Paul blimp yep. from back in the day, uh, the Ron Paul money bomb. You, may, you don't know all those he's Ron a, Paul money bombs? This guy created the Ron Paul money bomb. The first one, yeah. He's a dynamo and um, you know, very very active. He was. Uh, he sent a message, actually, to the Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree channel on Facebook and expressed that he was going to be returning to New Hampshire, likely, and because he had made the move here and then ended up having to leave for some reason. Uh, but now he's looking at uh, at making a return, and he says he believes that the Free State Project is the best option for liberty. Currently, I mean, it's the one going. I think that uh, these other projects have... Uh, we got 10 years under our belt now at this point with, uh, with the Free State Project. And sure. It's just going to get better here on out as more people get active and well, more people make the move. If you, uh, for instance, if BlueSea.co gets their boat going, and I don't know exactly what their plans are. Basically, they're trying to make a uh, uh, an incubator for startup businesses. But if you're able to duplicate what they did, and it's best that they do they go first or something, you make this sort of uh, you know this freedom boat that sits out in the water. I mean, if you can get a thousand uh, you know libertarians to to move out to this boat and live there then you're going to have a pretty freedom oriented place that's going to you know it's going to it's going to start free it's going to start at zero whereas the the free state project is an idea of moving people uh 20,000 people to one state in order to mm-hmm. turn back the tides of tyranny so you know there's a struggle in there's a struggle built into the free state project whereas the struggle with the uh the free state or the the free boat or whatever is just getting it done we'll see 
855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. I think there's also the, you know, the unforeseen uh, consequences of building out at sea and what, what oh, could yeah. happen. It's the, uh, the weather is, is an unforgiving an environment. One yeah. of the most dangerous jobs in America is... It's uh, a longshoreman, right? Or not longshoreman, but uh, a fishing boat. Fishing boat. Being on yeah. a fishing boat. It's dangerous out there. The sea is... She is unforgiving. All right. Uh, so you can bring up anything that you want. Uh, maybe you've got a better idea. Maybe there's something else out there that we haven't heard about. Uh, you know, building on the sea, having future cities or the, the free cities or the free state project, which is actually happening. Is there anything else? Is there uh, something else out there that is attractive as far as the ideas of liberty are concerned, as far as you know, having a more free place to live in the future? I'd love to know about it if, I, if I'm missing out on it. I think the best you can do is, uh, you know, it's media, it's, um, you know, whether it's person to person through blogs or whatever it is, is talking to people because you have to turn the uh, turn people's minds. I think you can do that best if you're concentrated in one area because you can. You, know, it's, you can concentrate your efforts in that area and then more people will be convinced. Essentially, convincing of people of things just is, is just repeating the same message over and over again. Right. And we're pretty good at doing that here with, uh, with Free Talk Live and LRN.FM. And I, I agree with you. It's the concentration that is going to change the tides and is changing the tides. And we've got a state legislator here in New Hampshire who just posted on his blog, we're all free staters now. Yep. Because anybody that steps, you know, steps out of line from the status quo, anybody that advocates for more liberty in any way, shape, or form in this state now is being called a free stater. It's, I don't know if that's entirely true. Basically, it's the Democrats are tossing out the epitaph at Republicans and people that are faking and dinos and stuff like well, that. Well, in a court paperwork that uh, was sent to me recently, FSP member was the label used for anyone who is an activist. Mm-hmm. So whether they're a New Hampshire native, whatever their political party was not even a factor. And the it's fact just that anybody the FSP doesn't have members. Yep. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Halloween costumes on the way. Your call's about anything. Free Talk Live. Election Day is fast approaching. As Americans, we're looking to vote in a new batch of Washington's best, brightest, and morally bankrupt flim-flam artists that money can buy. These irresponsible, unaccountable politicians will try to convince us that red is more fashionable than blue, or that blue is superior to red. These hucksters all want us to know that it's okay to bend over for their big business friends. In our hearts, we all know that no matter what color we choose, we're going to get screwed. Oh, yeah. The staff at Vava Voom says let's get screwed in style. From naughty to nice, Vava Voom has all the top brands of adult novelties, DVDs, sexy lingerie, and supplements that will help keep your bedroom heated these cold winter nights. Let Vava Voom help you get your kink on. Prefer to shop naked? Oh, yeah. Fulfill even your naughtiest fantasies online at shopvavavoom.com. That's shopvavavoom.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free. 855-453 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that we give to you there. Once again, freetalklive.com. Uh, coming up, the Halloween costumes of 2012, best ones, or not the best ones, but most, the most popular. What is most popular is not necessarily the best, so let me take <laughs> that back. Uh, 855-453 is the number. And then... Kind of in relation to uh, people getting costumed up, there's a rant that I found thanks to Vermin Supreme and his Facebook page, uh, which actually rants about Vermin Supreme, but also it rants about uh, furries, bronies, 
and other what they call signs of a culture in decline. This is from some self-professed Christian who is very upset about the things that uh, he or she sees. I think it's a she sees around them. We'll get to uh, their thoughts here. But let's do the Halloween costume thing, Mark, because we talked about it last night but didn't actually get to it. Yeah, well, you know, you sell a story and you got to... You got to pay the tease, as they call it in the business. So um, here are the. This is from one site. It's uh, bitrebels.com. And I can't find a consistent site that will give me the best Halloween costumes every year, or the, mm-hmm. excuse me, the uh, top 10 Halloween costumes every year. But there has been a costume that has consistently always been at the top of the top 10 lists that we've read of uh, boys or girls, or just one? It's uh, for. for you know, girls, okay. in, you know, as far as kids go. Yeah. And this year, it's gotten beat out. Was it uh, Princess? It was Princess. Okay. Princess is a heavy hitter on the top ten list, mm-hmm. usually in the first position for, for girls. Or it'll be like some other variation of Princess, Princess, Ballerina, um, you know, uh, they'll they'll list a particular Disney princess, so Belle or yeah. whatever. I, I'm afraid I'm not up on my princess. The princess of the moment. Whatever right. that is. So that will kind of fall into the category, but you know. So what beat fairies. princess? We'll find Fa- out. I'm sorry, fairy is is the other uh, mm-hmm. the pseudo princess. I was saying ballerina, but that's uh, never. I've never seen that one on the list. We should but. go from uh, number ten to one, and we'll find out what beat uh, princess. I'm ready. Now, what about boys? Boys costumes? Is there any consistency on what's number one on a boy's costume? Um, no, the boys is uh, some kind of superhero. Maybe superheroes or? are always uh, mm-hmm. heavy hitters in the boys' costumes. Yeah. Did you want to hear the, the list now? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ready to go into? Let's it? do okay. it. Do, going from number ten, and this With is girls. This is mixed. Okay. Um, so mixed. it's just it's just mixed kids. Interesting. Kids costumes. We used to have uh, gr- boys and girls categories. Well, every, right? Like I said, every right, you couldn't find it. Every well, I every year somebody does something mm-hmm. different, and I haven't found a consistent list. If somebody has a consistent list going back several years, I'd love to hear it because this is what I'll use because I think that this is very interesting. I think it speaks to uh, the heart of America in many ways. What's the what's the source by the way for this? Bitrebels.com. Okay. And this has a nice uh, sort of one of those HTML things. Uh, it's it's a picture as opposed to sort of just text list and I I enjoy it. So anyway, uh, coming in at number 10 is, and you're going to see a lot of consistency here for boys in this particular area, Wolverine. Okay. Yeah. Wolverine's one of Marvel's uh, favorite uh, you know, superheroes. He's got little knives that come out of his skin, and he can, he can heal very quickly. And uh, I guess you're going to have to if you have knives coming out of your skin all the time. But um, By the way, I found the top adult costumes here. Yeah, I've got a list of those too. Okay. It's on the same thing here. We'll see. We'll see what they what matches and what. This doesn't. is from the National Retail. Mine is from the National Retail Federation. Do they have the kids too? Uh, yes, they do. But they claim that Princess is number one. Oh, really? Yep. Well, see, I, I'm excited <laughs> by that, and I find that the national retailers uh, to be more interesting. So let's read your list too when uh, when you're done with mine. All, all right, right, go ahead. Yeah. Because I there's I, also a top pet costumes here. <laughs> We've never done that one before. No, no. So number nine is Elmo. Um, interesting how Elmo has uh, this character that's really nothing different than Grover with red fur. Um, I mean, he's actually Grover's relative. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, there's no difference between these two. He's got a silly voice. But he does have a, a silly. So does Grover. So does Grover. Yeah. Um, and but he has changed changed the the icon that is Sesame Street. Wasn't Elmo uh, like a homosexual or something like that? Didn't no. they, didn't he come no. out? What? <laughs> oh no, was that one of their characters? I don't know if one of their characters has come out. I have no idea. I believe that uh, Gordon, the uh, black guy in the show. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
But that's really what I was trying to point to is is that there used to be quite a few actors there, Gordon and uh, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's Louisa and several other actors that were very big on these shows. They get almost no camera time now, and it's all because of this red, little red furry monster. Hmm. And uh, number eight, I can't understand at all, Green Lantern. Oh, there was a movie. There was, but it was like it's more than a year old now. Hmm. Number seven, the heavy hitter Princess. Number seven. That's Number a huge seven. drop. Yep. But, but it, there's no source cited here, right? This is just like some website claiming here's what the list is. Yeah, this is what I was able to find. Okay. And uh, But there's three girls, cost two girls costumes ahead of Princess on this list. Number six is Harry Potter. Uh, I wonder if they Still just took going strong. all the Harry Potter characters and stuck them together mm. and then called that Harry Potter. That's what I would do. Anyway, number five, the old, uh, the old favorite of Vampire. That's an okay. easy one. You can kind of flip, you know, put that together pretty easily. Sure, yeah. A couple some plastic teeth. teeth. Yeah. Cape, you're in there. Right. Some blood. Number, fo- number four, my guy, Captain America. Mm-hmm. Jack won as Captain America last year. This year, this year he- Spider-Man, right? Spider-Man, yeah. yeah. He was uh, excited about that. Number three, Batman. You know... Is, I, 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 the Joker on the list, too? Joker's not on the list. <laughs> I am so... I just don't understand how people can like Batman compared to Captain America. I just don't get it. You know, what's the believability of this uh, this uh, socially scarred uh, billionaire that goes around fighting crime? I mean, really? Come on. I mean, a jingoist, I can get that. That's what Captain America is. He man of, is a man of principle. But the eh, the billionaire thing, I just can't get it. I know. Wait a minute. You said he's a jingoist. Didn't he take the side against the, the state in one of their w- recent comics? Captain America is like certainly, certainly a character of uh, principle. They've used uh, – he's multiple times he has uh, do- you know gotten rid of the costume because he feels that the, the, the federal government has gone the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically going to Nomad when um, – it, during the 70s with uh, sort of the civil rights movement and stuff like that. So Captain America and during the Civil War when the... The Civil super, War, that was what I was thinking of. Superheroes... Uh, like regist- they squared off, right? Like some superheroes were for the federal government and their tyranny and then Iron some Man stood against Iron Man and his, his tyrannical ilk were for right. the superhero, fascist. superhero Registration Act. And but Captain America was against it. So, I mean, to call him a jingoist, I don't know if that's fair, is it? I think that initially that's where he started out. Okay. You know, he was he was a big believer. Wanted to, to to fight, and anyway, going on number two, which that's an easy double, one too. Double toil and trouble. You, you love using that every year. <laughs> <laughs> it's an easy one to whip up. Now here's number one uh, for for you know costumes and girls. I would assume is uh, one that you probably have no idea about because it's one of these popular ones. Okay, Honey Boo Boo. I've heard about this Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> Now, isn't uh, isn't this like a five year old who's in the, uh, the, the the competitions, the like the she's, glamour shows? She's a pageanter. Yeah, yeah. She's uh, having seen That's only creepy. previews. Uh, you know, she appears to be somewhat uh, kept. You know, like she just uh, you know, I mean, she's well taken care of, yeah. that kind of thing. And she's a little. Um, I don't know. I, I guess say the family might be might be laughable because they may not be the highest class. Kind of a Beverly Hillbilly story. Okay. So kind of trashy folks then. Yeah, I don't want to call them trashy, but I mean, yeah. you know, they're they're certainly <laughs> they're not putting on any airs. You know what I mean? It's interesting. I don't. What's the show that she's from? What, Honey Boo Boo. The show's called Honey Boo Boo. Sure, it's a funny name. It's com- it's a compelling title. Okay. So so it's, I, I I'm curious to know what this is all about. Obviously, it's, it's incredibly popular. Show. It's a reality show, right? With quotes around reality, well. <laughs> right? Obviously, it's incredibly popular, and it's disturbing to me. I don't know if I should be more disturbed that Honey Boo Boo is number one, or that Princess uh, was number one for so long. I, I 
I'm disturbed by either one of those because I think it creates, you know, and I bet if Stephanie were here, she'd really be able to go off on this. But uh, but I, I think it creates, you know, certain role for women that is, mm, I don't know, weird and unhealthy, I think. I, you know, I think that uh, you're not it, a princess. Right. Well, I, I hate the term princess and yeah. I don't like the ideas of princesses. And, and the idea of being a, in a beauty pageant at age five is creepy. But that's what's popular. Po- there's popular? some talent to it um, in, involved, and but talent. Yeah. yeah, well, there's talent competition. Yeah, yeah. I, that's not what it's really about, though. I, I agree with you that there's some there's some of that, and it's it's tough. And I've seen some of these reality shows on these, and I think that uh, I, I think they take a toll on a family. And it wouldn't be certainly wouldn't be for me, even though I do have the uh, most beautiful child ever. Well, Honey Boo Boo did not make the uh, top children's costumes, according to the National Retail Federation. So we'll they may have to- dressed their kids up. I mean, Honey Boo Boo kind of seems like a homemade costume kind of situation. One eight five five four fifty three. The Sakel CAI toll free line will continue. And Mark, you also have adult costumes, correct? Those were the kids' costumes. Yes. We'll come back with more, and you can share your thoughts. Bring up whatever's on your mind. Take control. It's Free Talk Live. Are you a fan of beer, liberty, and good conversation? Do you support freedom, peace, and voluntary interaction? Are you looking to meet others who think like you? Don't wait for your move to the Free State Project to get started when you can do something about it today. This is Amanda Mill, encouraging you to set up a Liberty on the Rots network near you to begin connecting and informing libertarian thinkers over drinks. Visit www.libertyontherocks.org. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want here at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. Join us online at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features we give to you. Uh, they are completely free. Uh, once again, freetalklive.com. Listening options are there. We've got broadband, mid-band, and narrow-band versions of the show in live streaming format available to you around the clock. The latest episode of Free Talk Live is there for you, and it's all free over at listen.freetalklive.com. Plus, you can get over 110 radio stations from coast to coast that air the show at various different times throughout the week. Our satellite listening choices include XM Satellite Radio, as well as our free-to-air KU Band channel. The webcam is available to you, plus the listen lines that allow you to call from any phone that can dial long distance. Go get the details at listen.freetalklive.com. And Free Talk Live is brought to you by blockchain.info. Yeah, blockchain.info allows you to get your free online Bitcoin wallet. They've got apps for Androids and jailbroken iPhones. They've got fancy encryption techniques that build right into your uh, the, the program that work in your browser so the blockchain never has access to your money. In fact, they can't even know how much money you're sending or receiving. With, block, with a blockchain wallet, you can send bitcoins via email or to your Facebook friends or to anyone's cell phone number in just about any country around the world. And you can get all that for free. Get your free bitcoin wallet today at blockchain.info. We're talking about Halloween costumes and what was the most popular in 2012, and it seems to depend on which list you look at. Yeah. Uh, I've got lists here from the National Retail Federation, their 2012 top Halloween costumes, uh, and Mark, yours is coming from some website. <laughs> well, so is yours. Yes, uh, mine is too, but uh, I think the National Retail Federation sounds a little more official. 
It does certainly sound uh, very official. It's uh, it, 20, 2012 has been called the year of the do-it-yourself Halloween costume. So mm. I think that there's going to be some, some uh, you know, problems with the the area and this this article speaks to that so it's a th- this uh, this what they determined through uh, a survey with a 1874 random people and what how they're planning to celebrate holiday the holiday so you know there you go so you 1800 uh, is a pretty good in, uh in tab yeah we went through the uh the, the children's costumes but you also have adult costumes yes that's correct so let's go okay you want to hear my adult costumes Great. yes all right, a top adult costume starting from uh, this is uh, top celebrity costumes is what they've got and uh, uh, favorite movie serial killer costumes. So, uh, so two categories. Two categories. Okay. Number five for celebrities, Neil Armstrong. Uh, can you guess two of the people who are on the in the top four? Snooky. Snooky. <laughs> Snooky did not make the list, but there's somebody who's probably equally inane. Um, I don't know. Two people that are very important right now, and uh, their fate will Barack be Barack Obama, Mitt Romney. That's right. Ugh, um, God. <laughs> well, hopefully they at least had like an axe hanging out of their head or something like that. <laughs> Gore it up did. a little bit. Uh, number three is the Angry. Or number four is Mitt Romney. Number three, Angry Birds. Number two, Barack Obama. Okay. Number one. Hold on. Give me a second. Nikki Minaj. Minaj. She's a singer. Is that so? As I understand it, she appears to have a in this ha- have a hat on like a sort of Russian officer. Hmm. I'm not exactly sure what I'm seeing here, and I don't know what she sings. I, I know nothing of Nicki Minaj, but uh, you know, I certainly wish her all the best. Uh, top five serial killers. Uh, I'm glad to see Angry Birds gave uh, the president and uh, Mitt Romney a run for their money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number five uh, serial killers. Uh, strangely, they don't have uh, Barack Obama or Mitt Romney on here. Uh, number five, Ghost Face. Ghostface from the Scream uh, series, which actually, that face existed prior to the Scream series, but it certainly was popularized by it. Yeah. yeah. It was just kind of a costume face before that, right? Yeah. I remember when uh, Scream came out, I think it was like 1996, I, I was in high school at that time, and I was the only person wearing a Ghostface mask uh, after that, so I did it before it was cool. Mm. <laughs> That's when it wasn't cool. Just so you right. know. <laughs> it just, just wasn't cool. Um, number four is another Yeah, face I got a real, bunch of really nasty comments from the kids at the school. Regarding? The, the outfit. I wore it all day. Because why did they give you a comment about the... Because punks. It was, kids are mean. So, hold on. It, this was your Halloween costume? Yeah. And they said that it's, it sucked. That no, I don't thing. know. I don't even remember what the comments were. They were just nasty. Huh. What, what were their... I mean, what was it in regards to, though? Dumb costume? I don't, I don't remember, right. Mark. I mean, this was 15 right. plus years right. ago. Right. Clearly, it didn't scar you. No, it didn't. Which the rest of these serial killers Sticks might. Sticks and stones can break my bones, but, uh, you know, I learned that a long time ago. But Leatherface will chop you into little pieces. What number? Number four. Okay. Um, number three is Michael Myers. From the Halloween series. That's right. Uh, number two? Are you, tr- you want me to guess? Yeah, I want Jason you to guess. Jason Voorhees. Uh, you got his, He's number one. Oh, okay. Okay, so Freddy. Freddy two, Krueger's yeah. number two. Yeah. 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 Those two were relatively easy. They, sure. they were the ones sure. that we're yeah, going to go with. So. <laughs> All right, so here's the top children. And children's. you will spend $6.7 billion on Halloween. Now, okay, so now since you gave me the details on where this came from, it was a phone poll? This is a correct? phone, phone Over poll, Over a thousand yeah. respondents? Almost two. 
The National Retail Federation, according to NRF.com and their list, their spending surveys were designed to gauge consumer behavior and shopping trends related to Halloween spending. They were conducted by NRF or for NRF by BIG Insight. The poll of 9,393 consumers was conducted from September 5th through 11th of 2012. So a much larger uh, number of people surveyed. But only consumers, not people who are making their costumes. Good point. So these are the top children's costumes according to the National Retail Federation. Number 10, Ghost. Nine, Zombie. Uh, and, of course, you've got... Uh, zombie t- is an easy one right now. Yeah, you've got shows very like popular. The Walking Dead, uh, very popular. And it really fits into the do-it-yourself uh, category because you can That's a lot of work I would think you'd have to put into a good zombie. I mean, you've got to do yeah, some makeup. Yeah, but mom always has some makeup. Right. You can always get some makeup. You can get some fake blood. You get a um, hand to chew on or something like that. If That would be nice, yeah. but you don't need a hand. You right. just need some tattered clothing and uh, to be sort of gray uh, and have your, have your hair messed up and you're a zombie. Did you ever see the video of the guy who dressed as a zombie nowhere anywhere near Halloween? It was sometime over the summer, and he hit the streets of Miami. Like, he had a tie tied around his head and looked really disheveled, and it was really, you know, he, he did it up pretty good. So, what, his uh, bath salts? And he ran, no, just like a prankster. <laughs> he was just a prankster, and he would be running after people in the streets, <laughs> you know, making zombie noises and things like that. And, of course, you know, hidden cameras, they got people's reactions. At one point, some dude, I think a dude drew down on him. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so it was a pretty dangerous, uh, pretty risky prank that he was engaged in. Well, I mean, in Miami, that's uh, where the you know the one dude was eating the other dude, right? Eating that's right. Face. Yeah, this was right after that. Actually, is when he decided to do it. Mm. So that was what inspired him to uh, become a zombie and then chase after people in the streets of Miami. Number eight, vampire. Number seven, pirate. These are again the top children's costumes. Six, action slash superhero. Uh, five. Now that's interesting. They so action slash superhero is number six, but yet up in the higher echelon of the list they actually do name two action superheroes so interesting there's like one category for every other superhero except for the other two i'll name number five disney princess that's separate from princess yeah number four which princess came in number one yes so if you know just even separating out disney princess from princess, princess is still number still one. number one and prison princess is a heavy hitter and the reason this is important to me and i get the problems with uh, people you know the the idea of princesses and people and treating your wife like a queen and all these ideas. I mean, why in the world would you want to be an out of work monarch? Um, you know, <laughs> just loafing well, off guess, of the know, work be, of other people. It must be it's nice disgusting. to be waited on hand and foot. I mean, I suppose. Well, well, and, and to you know to to subjugate peasants. Let's not forget eight five five four fifty free. Well, every now and then there's that peasant that gets to marry the princess, though, right? At least in the movies. Do you have a website or product that you make available to people nationally or even internationally? Free Talk Live is heard on more than 100 radio stations and two XM channels. FTL has also been voted five times the best political podcast of the year and four times been named to Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list, the 100 most important radio programs in the country. We can do ad packages for you from as little as $500 a month on up to $3,000. I'll work with you to customize a package that will work within your budget. Contact me, Mark, at mark at freetalklive.com. Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want at 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can also join us online at freetalklive.com. 
Go and get signed up for our news updates. Head over to news.freetalklive.com. You can follow us via email, Twitter, or Facebook. Obviously, if you sign up for email, you're not going to miss anything. Whereas with Facebook and Twitter, there's a good chance you're going to miss some of the stuff that we post simply because of the way those systems work. You kind of have to be there when it's happening and or make an effort to go and check our page to make sure you didn't miss anything. So if you want to make sure you get everything uh, as far as news about the show, Sign up for the email list at news.freetalklive.com. Now, if you're on Facebook and Twitter, you're going to get more than just the news. You get some updates uh, during the show, some questions we'll ask you, uh, maybe uh, some show prep that we'll share with you. And so one of the questions I asked was, well, what was your Halloween costume this year? Since that's what we're talking about this hour with uh, a couple of different charts from different polling organizations. One of them, the National Retail Foundation. We're talking about the top 10. That's Hall- Federation. Thank you. Yeah, Federation. The top 10 Halloween costumes. Allison Hearts Liberty says on Facebook, I went as a Mexican penis. Kevin Freehart says, I went as a drunk system administrator. Uh, then Gosh, our listeners. Jason Cockrell <laughs> says, that one guy who's still voting for Ron Paul and believes he will win. Uh, Frank Zermino says, I had forgotten it was Halloween until I pulled up at 7.30 in the evening and saw sad children walking away from my house. We didn't have candy. Freedom seek- uh, Donovan J. Kabalka says, freedom-seeking man who also yearns to move to New Hampshire. Uh, so 855-450-FREE is the toll-free number here tonight. The National Retail Federation at NRF.com has an article about their top costumes, according to a survey of over 9,000 consumers. And we were going down the list of the top children's costumes. I think we left off on Disney Princess at number five, followed by Witch. Yep. Now, let me make it clear what I don't like about princesses, because we've kind of danced around this and haven't yeah. really hit it uh, hard. Okay, so princess is glorifying, and, and as far as I'm concerned, glorifying uh, all the monarchs, whether it's princesses, kings, uh, princes, and queens, and all mm-hmm. that stuff. I understand people wanting to dress up, and I get that. I like fairy better, uh, because it's... You know, it's basically dressing up without all the, uh, oh, I don't know, subjugation of people for the last 9,000 years baggage that goes with it. I mean... But the princess is never subjugating anyone in the Disney movies. Generally not. It's in, you know, I mean, what they don't even mean necessarily the same thing when they mean princess. But oftentimes they'll go off and marry the prince. And mm-hmm. you don't see that. What you see are the happy little workers, you know, helping her get dressed and all these things. But let's not forget where all those fine clothes come from. They off come, the backs of the peasants. Right. The, you know, people scratching, uh, eking a living out of the dirt. And... Uh, you know that are forced to go. But who fight doesn't the wars. want to rise above their station in life, Mark, and uh, become something better? I I support that completely. Rise above your station via your own labor, whatever in whatever way you choose to labor, do it. But you never see the princesses doing any work except for Cinderella, and then the work is characterized as a bad thing in that case. Mm. So what it is 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 it's uh, glorifying not working laziness yeah laziness yeah. sloth glorifying the idea that you should be able to just be taken care of or right? that you're interesting for the sake of who you are because this is a it's a storytelling technique to have these monarchs in the story in order to make it adds immediate interest to the story once upon a time there was an average kid who did something or once upon a time there was a prince Right. I mean, which yeah. which one it immediately adds sort of a level of interest to the story. And I think it's it's indicative of, I don't know, a, a an ugly underbelly to uh, what 
you know people think as far as uh, society and stories and stuff. Right, and I agree. And it's so popular amongst young ladies, uh, you know, girls, I guess. That, I don't uh, think it's any different for guys, by the way. I think that there's, uh, you know, that, that young people have been taught through sort of social media and, you know, just in general that they're, they, they are interesting for the sake of them. And I think my son is interesting, and I'm sure that he will be raised to believe that he is interesting, and I hope that he can be interesting to other people. However, he's not going to be that interesting. I mean, people always like him when I put, a, put up a picture on Facebook, and that's very nice of them to do such a thing. But, uh, you know, there's how many kids are there running around in America, and how, how similar is mine to the rest of them? I get what you're, where you're coming from, but I don't think that, at least with, with uh, boys' costumes— you have, you know, they're not dressing as a prince. That's not a real popular no, no. Uh, boys' costume at all. Dressing as kings, those, those just aren't that popular. So it doesn't have the same that royalty aspect. Doesn't have the same appeal to uh, the boys. Certainly, the superheroes do. Yeah, and that may also create some sort of, uh, you know, unrealistic expectation for the future of, uh, you know, like oh, it w- is the superhero. Uh, the desire to be a superhero likely to end up, you know, with them joining the military at some point. Can can that be pandered to by the state in some way for their benefit? It would seem like it could, but um, you know, the the superhero thing is another storytelling technique that makes it it's sort of an easy way to say you know this is how you should use your special talents and if your special talent is i don't know talking on the radio it's not as exciting as the ability to you know shoot fire from your butt or whatever it is that these each of these uh you know superheroes have and also uh, you know the cartoons and the comic books. They they have the storytelling technique that uh, you know punching. Punching is a way to show conflict that's easy and uh, you know people go for it and um, then you can kind of wrap it up quickly. Whereas if you have to use you know storytelling to to, to flesh out a conflict, it, it's much more difficult. Number four, top children's costumes: witch. Number three, Spider Man. Two, Batman. And number one, Princess. As so Spider Man and Batman is. hit uh, hit number one. Now it's interesting. Superman didn't. The most uh, correct. Yeah, the most Superman recognizable the superhero in the world didn't make your list. Well, we may see that change next year, as I believe there's a new Superman Yet movie. Another Superman movie coming. Yeah, out? slated to uh, be released. Yep, there so. was a Spider Man that came out this year, and a, a Batman that did. But it uh, looked terrible. The Spider Man. Did you see it? I didn't see the movie. You no. know the DC comics, right? No. Well, Spider-Man's Marvel. I'm just... See I, what I know. I was what the never, hell do I know? Yeah. I was never a big Spider-Man fan. Um, you know, I was much more an Avengers guy. You, you saw how I waited with bated breath for the Captain America and I, the Avengers and that sort of yes. thing. Yes. And I was, not a, I was not a comic book fan at all growing up, mm-hmm. so I don't really know much about the, these comic books beyond the movies I've seen over the years. And I did see the Spider-Man movie from about a decade ago, and mm-hmm. it was very good. Yeah, the I Sam it was Raimi too. film was very good. And I was... You know, I was I was shocked that they would reboot the series so quickly. It did seem really strange. Really? I mean, it's not even it barely had been a decade since uh, Spider-Man had been released and now you're doing it again with a different Spider-Man? I mean, it just didn't make any sense. Why not just use the same series and yeah. keep going? It It seemed like like the emo Spider-Man too, but I don't know. I didn't see the movie. It looked it looked awful. I didn't I didn't see it either. Um, t- I did, you, it, maybe it you saw you can share with us. It didn't make any sense to me that they would uh, use uh, the Human Torch to be uh, Captain America in the uh, movies either. So, I mean, there's a couple of decisions with the Marvel movies that just don't make any sense to me. Top adult costumes, according to the National Retail Federation. Then we'll get to a list we've never done before. The top pet costumes 
But first, top adult costumes. Number 10, Superman did make this list mm-hmm. uh, of adult costumes because probably he's, adults are more aware of Superman. Than he's, he's popular and, uh, you know, he's for a long time, you know, I mean, if you want the most po- powerful superhero, Superman was the one. He's uh, yeah. clean cut, apple pie, and, you know, can move the earth if he needs to. Whereas the Hulk, which is Marvel's big, strong guy, he's a much more conflicted, almost mm-hmm. anti-hero. You know, he's always on the run from the law, that kind of thing. Now, Superman did give up his U.S. citizenship in order to be in some uh, fidelity with his uh, illegal alien brethren because he wasn't... Um, you He's know, from another planet. He was another planet, yeah. just kind of showed up. Um, he wasn't born here. He was. Uh, he, he arrived in a from rocket. the planet Krypton. Yeah. So Number nine, adult costumes, cat. Number eight was a tie between ghost and nurse. And I presume that's sexy nurse, but it doesn't say here. <laughs> I, su- I assume it's a sexy cat, too. Number you put sexy in front of every one of these, and uh, <laughs> yeah. it, was a, it was a pretty big category. Uh, number seven, princess. Uh, adult sexy costumes. princess, yep. Uh, number six, vixen. Sexy vixen. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, what vixen is not sexy? Do they really mean a female fox? I mean, is that what they mean? <laughs> or I think just... when they say vixen, they mean like a temptress. <laughs> right. Somebody wearing a bustier, calling it a Halloween costume. <laughs> zombie, number five. Now, of course, zombies going to be more popular among adults than kids. Uh, probably more adults are fans of uh, such movies and TV series. Number four, Batman. Three. Oh, excuse me. Number four is Batman character. So I guess they're lumping in Batman with the, the Joker or whoever else might have been. In a Batman, the only sexy Robin outfit. Eight five five four fifty free. The Sakel CAI toll free line. The top three adult costumes remain, and the pet costumes. Uh, you can take control of the airwaves. That's right. We're going to spend an entire hour on Halloween <laughs> costumes. <laughs> you can, I don't care. I'm enjoying it. It's great. It gives you a chance to geek out, Mark. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. Take control of these airwaves and bring up whatever you want. This is Free Talk Live with you this evening. It's Ian. And Mark. 855-450-FREE is the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website. Just head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy all the features that we share with you there. Uh, And those features include the Shrine of Female listeners. Now, you don't have to be dressed as a sexy nurse to get on the Shrine of Female listeners. You just have to be a female. And you can uh, get uh, send to us your validated photo or video, which shows that you are a listener of the program. And you can see what I mean by going to freetalklive.com, or rather, shrine.freetalklive.com. Check out the Shrine there and get the details on how to become part of the Shrine. Once again, shrine.freetalklive.com. And our phone lines are brought to you by SACL CAI. SACL CAI is a company that handles accounts receivable. And you can, if you've got a business, they can handle it for you. They're good folks over there, and they're going to handle your business as efficiently as possible. They record every call that they make to one of your customers so that you can go back and listen to it, make sure that they're doing exactly what you want, give them coaching. It's a, it's a great service. It's SACL CAI. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page. Now, there's not much to say about 
you know, as far as a phone call is concerned about what your Halloween costume was. But I figured to make a good Twitter uh, and Facebook post. And okay. That's the question I'd asked over there: is what was your what was your Halloween costume this year? But we kind of ended up getting people's stories about Halloween, which I like. You know, so if you want to share with us your uh, story, whatever it is that happened to you or you observed that was interesting this Halloween, you're welcome to do so at eight five five four fifty free. There's a big uh, standoff here in Keene between uh, Keene and basically Chicago land uh, because Keene was going to take back its title of the most uh, jack- lit jack-o'-lanterns or something like that. I and believe it, Boston has that title. It currently does. Take yeah. it back from Boston. Okay. But you said Chicagoland. Chicagoland, uh, a, one of the metros out there, I don't, or one of the, mm-hmm. the, the towns within the, uh, the larger Chicagoland area, um, got 38,000 lit jack-o'-lanterns, which t- it takes uh, Boston and kicks it out into the uh, yeah. um, That's huge. Know, Atlantic Ocean, I don't know, someplace. Uh, Cody O'Connor from Off the Air Live responded on Facebook saying, Most of the twerps who dressed as a princess were the ones who took a plurality of Reese's. I found that the 18 or so Marios that I got were way less greedy. Just comment on the uh, whole princess thing. Feeling like they're entitled. 855-450-FREE. More from the National Retail... I don't know uh, what that means precisely. I mean, you know, should if when there's no instructions... To the, the the thing of candy, it's like, okay, you just put candy out here. How many do I take? Because Somebody just... took my whole bucket last night. Well, the, the bucket <laughs> included? Yeah. Just took the bucket. I went out there to go and clean up the, you know, because normally we're on the air during Halloween, yeah. so it's hard to do the, you know, knock on the door thing. So I put a bucket out front with candy in it, and I'll go out periodically to check on the status of the candy yep. to refill it as necessary. Because you don't want to put all the candy in At the once, right out the gate, because somebody somebody's going to and... dump the whole thing. Uh, and so, you know, I'm, I go out there later on after the show to kind of clean up and the whole bucket's gone. That's all right. I went, uh, went down to Walmart, got the, got another clearance bucket today. So it's no problem. Back to the top Halloween costumes. We're on the remaining top three adult costumes. Number three, pirate. Number two, vampire. And number one is the witch. Now then top pet costumes. Adults. Correct. Yeah. This is according to the National Retail Found, uh, Federation, NRF.com. Oh, I wanted to comment a little bit on uh, little girls' costumes as far as princesses again, too. Yeah. When I went to school, I went to a Christian school, and every year around Halloween was a big deal because, well, some people in the Christian community, it's Satan, Satan, Satan. Right. You know, they're all upset about the, you know, the, the demonic aspect of Halloween. And I'd like to point out, Devil didn't show up on the kids' costume list. I didn't hear it on the adults either. No, no. And that witches, and you got all those other things. Which could be argued as, you know, yep. not Christian. Yep, indeed it could. And it's it's more of a characterization of a, a witch, but whatever. Um, whatever it is, it's it's just supposed to be something bad and scary. I think, I, I felt so bad for the kids, and I remember one specifically, this girl, Leah, um, who I went to school with for a very long time, and her parents wouldn't let her dress up, and I think the rest of us wore our costumes to school sometimes, and all this kind of stuff. So, you know, it was a big deal, and then this this one kid or two kids are left out because, mm-hmm. oh, it's so bad, you're going to go to hell, you'll thank me when you're not in hell. When the, right. just no fun allowed. Any, you didn't get any candy. You know, and wherever they are, I suspect they'll end up in the same place as all of us, and you just didn't even get any stinking candy. Or have any fun at the Halloween costume party. Yeah. 
And, you know, I my church would have a Halloween, costu- uh, Halloween costume party, and this is fine by yeah. me, but then some churches will go and do this uh, scary Halloween. The Hell House. The Hell House thing. Which we and, actually didn't talk about this year. And I hate Normally these we things. Do. These, uh, you know, this is what hell's going to be like if you have sex before marriage, or yeah. if you do drugs, kids, and, you know, they just give you all these There's room after room after room of, of scary morality uh, displays, basically. Sir. And, you know, I'm not saying that uh, a kid's life is going to be good if they uh, start doing a whole bunch of drugs or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, I mean, I had sex before I got married and, you know, I don't think this is a terrible thing. No, I think it's a smart thing to do. Because you don't want to marry somebody and have to live with somebody that you don't get along with. Yeah. Let's go to the uh, top pet costumes. So this is the first time, first year we've ever given the uh, top pet costumes. First year we've ever seen them. Number 10, Superman. Number 9, bow ties slash fancy collars slash bandanas. <laughs> That's funny. Number 8, witch. That's the mail-it-in costume there, the uh, the bow tie, <laughs> the fancy collar. Number 7, or and or for a pet that just will not tolerate a costume. Yeah. Right. Uh, number, Most pets probably will not tolerate right. a costume. <laughs> number 7, action slash superhero. Number six, a tie between ghost and dog. So I guess some people are dressing their other animals up as different animals. Because why would you dress a dog as a dog, right? So it must be a cat, which would seem, or something, a bird. What a, what else would you dress as a dog? I, I suppose you could know. have a cat, but they're not really something you could go out for a walk with for the most part. How many cats will tolerate any part of a costume? Yeah, exactly. Number five, but it was but dog was but dog was popular enough of a costume to make number six on the list. I think that somebody just answered. Yeah, I dressed I dressed my animal up as a dog. No, uh, number five B. Number four cat. Number three <laughs> hot dog. Of now course, that's, right? that's a good one. Yeah. Number two. Okay, here you go, Mark. Devil. There you go. So of of the uh, all the costumes, devil was sold mostly with pets, but not it's mostly, humans. But it's really a hellhound. Number uh, number one, pumpkin. The number one pet costume yeah, for 2012. Yeah. Let's go to Tom. He's in Detroit. Tom, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey guys. Hey. It's uh, I, I'm I've always got you playing in the background, and I got to tell you tonight, fellas. I like to listen to you guys live. Uh, Kurt always says, "Hey, you know, listen to him on the on the uh, you know the, the what do you call it the uh, podcast podcast, so I can remove all the commercials." And you know, I love this show. But I'm going to give you guys some critique tonight. Go ahead. Dudes, you guys, there's so much going on right now, and you're talking about a bunch of crap. Come on. Okay, so what, what is going hell? on, man? Well, are you kidding me? Well, what's We're going on? What, what's election? concerning you? Obviously, there's something important out there to you, so tell us about it. Yeah, I mean, there's so much going on between the Pick election one. and... Pick one thing. What's what that? Pick one thing that's important to Tom. Well, the election uh, right now. I mean, what's to say about I, 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 look, here, well, let me let me explain. I called you guys the other day, and uh, Stephanie was there, and I was speaking of the uh, knuckleheads that I work for. I guess I'm a subcontractor, and the, the the father son who have no clue what they're doing. And today, I was actually out uh, uh, hitting different. Uh, I actually I threw out thirty resumes. I've got so much work up here in Michigan. It seems that everybody who has skills left. Mm. And all of us that are still here that have skills, the work is abundant. Good problem to have. Yeah, that's a great problem to have. That's a good problem to have. But what's that have to do with the election? Well, I mean, well, and and I'm looking at the election right now, and I was actually interviewing with several of these companies today. They all want to hire me. 
and 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 we were talking about the election, and everyone is uh, very, uh, you know, they're just they're on pins and needles because which one of these knuckleheads gets elected, right? It's going to make a difference. No, it won't. I mean, I I, <laughs> I I I think they're both idiots, of course, right? But it will make a difference which one of these guys gets elected. With, okay, with the only out. difference it'll make is uh, if Romney is elected, all of a sudden the anti-war movement will come back in uh, the U.S. Well, some of the corporations – there will be some corporations that get payoffs and sweet deals and, and that kind of thing, and other ones will get kind of left out. Yeah, in the same okay. way, it'll be with the other ones. So I can see why a company – a particular company would care who gets in and who gets out because it matters oh, for no. which sector. If you're in the green oh, energy no. sector, you want Obama to get elected. I'll, I'll give you all that, but in general, all right. I work for myself. Uh, in general, companies look to see what the policies are because their hands they will be they will be suppressed. You know, they will be under all these regulations, and they well, don't know what to do. None of them are going to be rolling back regulations, so uh, you know, there's no real difference, as you have already acknowledged, between the two. Which is why I don't feel like there's anything to say about the election. But I'll tell you what, if you want, you can hang on. We'll bring you back after the news, and uh, we'll let Tom uh, pick the next topic for the first of the top of the third hour. Of the show. I predict some uh, sociopathic narcissist will win on Tuesday. Mm. You're really going on on a limb yep. there. 855-450-FREE. You can take control and bring up anything. Hour three's next. It's Free Talk Live. A science fiction comic adventure from Big Head Press. Quantum Vibe. It's year 2523. There are colonies on Venus, Mars, and Mercury. People travel in bubbles, fly at hyperspeed. With brain implants and artificial gravity. A scientific genius and his clever assistant set out on an adventure through the solar system on a secret mission to find the key to access new frontiers and save liberty. Quantum vibe. There's a robot girl and zany creatures made with genetically engineered features. And corporate villains crave the opportunity to steal a profit from others' ingenuity. A scientific genius and his clever assistant This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything that you want. Toll free at 855-453 as we launch here into the third hour of the program. 1-855-450-3733. Join us online at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features we give to you there at freetalklive.com. We give them all away. Those other talk show hosts charge you for their website. So go and see. I bet you'll find that there's more free at freetalklive.com than you'll get if you pay for those other talk show host websites. See for yourself. Free Talk Live. Dot com. We're going to continue with Tom in Detroit. Tom called in last hour, the end of the hour, to call us out. He says that uh, we shouldn't be talking about such irrelevance, uh, irrelevancies as top Halloween costumes, that we should be focusing more on all the important things that are happening in the world. But I dare say, uh, suggest that people deciding which Halloween costume to wear is far more important than the uh, choice between Barack Obama and Mitt Romney. Far more important. But let's go back to Tom. Because I, to, I told Tom, Tom to he say. could uh, kick off this this next hour here with another important thing. So you mentioned the election as one thing that was important to you, Tom. But what's another thing? Sure. Well, oh, boy. 
Actually, tonight I called you guys totally off the cuff. I, I've had a long day. I've been sitting here drinking a little bit. I've actually called you guys a couple times when I'm drinking, and I listen to myself and think, oh, my God, I sound so stupid. But anyway, tonight I, I am totally off the cuff because I was just disappointed with the show. But as we had some time to sit now with the commercial here, I do have some topics. What is it? And I, I'd like to stay on what we were just talking about, uh, you know, the importance of this election. Um, you know, for folks like us, preppers, if you want to call us that. I'm, I'm not sure I'm not a prepper. Know. I've got a, well, a little bit of food and some toilet we're paper. We're more preppers than the average individual. I guess. I, guess. I mean, we have well, a concern well, for this. By, by prepping, I also mean uh, 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 prepping with other than fiat currency. Okay. And I know you guys are smart enough to at least do some silver gold. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Okay. I got bitcoins, too. Well, and, and you and I had this. One thing I like about you, Ian, <laughs> I actually, uh, one of the last times I was on with you, you and I kind of got into it a little bit. And I, I really like you. You're, you seem to be more, much more aggressive than Mark. And, uh, aggressive? We had several of my friends call me and say, boy, you know, Ian was, Ian was pretty rough on you, and I like it. I, I don't really I, I, consider myself aggressive, uh, and I don't really think that's a compliment. I think it's a, I think it's a uh, you know personality disorder, and he just doesn't know. Tom. <laughs> I mean, no, Mark's the one in here no. shouting at the top of his lungs, only his face you, turning buddy. red. Only at you, most of the time. That's because you're so frustrating I, to deal with. I like it. I like because I I tend to be I'm a Capricorn. I tend to be the same way. So I, I appreciate it. I like challenges, and uh, one of the things that you were in my in at me about was. Uh, uh, when I mentioned to vote for Obama for the collapse. So, you know, we had this discussion just recently about that I, I'm planning on voting for Obama so that we can bring the collapse closer. Because somehow Obama is more likely to uh, collapse things than Romney. Now, let me ask you this, Tom. Isn't uh, Obama slated to win um, Michigan already? Well, it, it seems to be with the polls, you know, again, who knows, but it's it seems to be very questionable in in that you know it seems to be up in the air right now so but here's here's one i'm actually considering now <laughs> you're gonna laugh because i don't vote normally i always if i vote at all i vote for uh uh, uh third party libertarians mm -hmm. okay you know just to just to give them some numbers i don't bother with these the, the, the democrats and republicans it's just a waste of time at this point right now, I think actually voting for Romney, I am set with silver. I've got physical silver in my hand, a lot of it. And I've positioned myself in the commodities markets with puts and calls. I'm covering both sides. And to tell you the truth, I want a large drop first. And I think, my opinion, we'll see if this bears truth or not, if Romney gets elected in a few days, I think that is going to instill a false sense of security, and everybody is going to think everything is going to be great. And I think gold and silver are going to plummet. Well, it's so an interesting. It's an thoughts. interesting prediction. I don't know if I believe it, but uh, Tom, thanks for your call tonight. Appreciate your thoughts. I uh, don't agree necessarily, but that's all right. We don't have to to have well, a, a good show. And he said he didn't like. Uh, we were talking about the Halloween costumes. Uh, you know, this is not a news show. And uh, it is not a, always a serious program. Sometimes you can talk about things on this program that I, I think a lot of people people can relate to, but it doesn't have to be news related. 
who doesn't want, you know, or there's lots of um, millions of Americans will be purchasing and wearing Halloween costumes every single year. So this is a topic that is entirely relevant to plenty of people listening to this. And does every talk show have to talk about the election? Do you have to talk about the election in order to be considered a news talk program or a talk radio show? Well, we certainly spent plenty of time talking about the election, um, you know, more time than more time than is probably it's, it's worth. But I think that there's social commentary that goes with the selection of Halloween. Costumes. Well, obviously, we talked about hell houses, which is uh, you know this common thing where the churches will put on these you know threatening the hell, uh, threatening yeah. hell at a bunch of little kids. The princess. We talked about obsession. the princess uh, obsession, and you know the honey boo boo, you know, holding up, uh, holding up, you know, out of work monarchs as uh, some yeah. kind of uh, thing to aspire. I mean, to had doing. we not been able to flesh this conversations out, it certainly wouldn't have taken an hour of Absolutely our time. Absolutely not. Um, so, to me, that those are. I don't it, apologize for that. You know, to me, I think it's important also to talk about. I felt always felt really bad for the kids that didn't get to dress up for Halloween, and yeah. I felt bad about that. So, I mean, these are important aspects to me to this the stuff. Hey, here's some election news for you. Man gets a Romney tattoo on his face. Fifteen thousand dollars is uh, what he was paid to do this, according to ABC News. Some say that campaign ads are getting just ridiculous, but now it's taken a turn to the truly bizarre. An Indiana man has auctioned off space on the side of his head where he tattooed Mitt Romney's presidential campaign R logo in a five by two inch spot for a bid of fifteen thousand dollars. Wow. Eric Hartsberg posted the eBay listing in August and told ABC News that he was paid 15 grand by a Republican eBay user who preferred to remain anonymous Not to get bad. the Romney logo permanently inked on the side of his head. Hartsberg, who's an Indiana native, told ABC News he agreed because the tattoo was something he could live with. Now, this story is obviously ridiculous uh, in that somebody would put a political logo on its fa- on their face, but one of the reasons why it's particularly ludicrous is who stays firm in their political belief system over their lifetime really well even if the, the romney if the romney r is uh i mean that candidate's gonna be gone yeah and what if they lose i mean can you imagine having the bob dole tattoo <laughs> on your face now 15 20 years later yeah so uh, he says, I'm a registered Republican and a Romney supporter. I didn't mind getting this tattoo because it's something I could live with and something I believe in. He wasn't so enthusiastic about all the bids he was offered. Hartsburg, whose fresh ink is only three days old, said he actually rejected the highest bid because it was lewd. His only requirement for bidding on the ad space was that it could not be racist or offensive. Hartsburg says the whole thing was done as a gag, but now believes his new tat has a purpose. He says he's trying to educate people on his beliefs. Which he probably doesn't know what those are because the average person doesn't really even know what the Republicans and Democrats stand for because they have no clue. There's no principles or consistency in their platform. He says in the beginning it was done for gags and publicity, but now I see it as a way to encourage young people to vote. We have so many rights that we don't utilize and young people need to exercise that right. The 30-year-old professional wrestler says he wants his tattoo to send a message to young people. I want people to know it's young people to know it's okay to be young and it's okay to be a Republican. You don't have to be rich or elderly to be labeled as a Republican. Gee, why would people think that? Because there's a lot of them that are. And I want everyone to know that, he says. When asked about the reaction to his ink from the general public, Hartsburg admits a lot of people look at him as a monster. He says a lot of people look at me and think I'm the boogeyman. I've gotten a few FUs from people. 
The rebellious rebel, or excuse me, the rebellious wrestler isn't going to stop at his Romney tattoo, however. He's auctioning now off his forehead space as well. You know, if you're going to go in once, you might as well go might in all well. the way, right? Uh, auctioning his forehead space, but this time is doing a private auction rather than using eBay. The minimum bid for this prime real estate is $5,000. When asked if he would get an Obama tattoo stamped on his forehead if requested by the highest bidder, Eric Hartsburg says that was one question he wasn't prepared to answer. No one's ever asked me that. It's one question that I wasn't prepared to answer, but no, no, I would definitely not get an Obama tattoo. I thought he wasn't prepared to answer it. Oh, well, he, he just did. Answer did. It. Yeah. So how likely is it that you will change at some point? Have your political beliefs changed over your lifetime? How ridiculous that somebody would get a political uh, campaign tattoo. But then again, he did get 15 grand for it. So what's it cost to get one removed? Probably more than that, especially in the face. You think so? More coming up. This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. Teaching without preaching the ideals of liberty. To young and old alike, Libertania, the Liberation of Conformia, is a picture book which tells the story of Thomas the Candymaker and his trip from the free land of Libertania to the statist land of Conformia, where he deals with border crossings, fiat money, business regulations, and corrupt officials. With his civil disobedience and run for office, Conformia will never be the same. Go to Libertania.com to purchase your copy today in print or Kindle format. For a discount code, check out the Libertania Facebook page. Take control of these airwaves via the toll-free number. It's brought to you by SACL CAI. Number is 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 855-450-3733. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features we share with you there, freetalklive.com. I was just talking to a friend today who is uh, affected by the uh, storm that came through uh, New Jersey. She's She's in New Jersey. And... It it just it reminds me of this book, Strategic Survival at strategicsurvival.com. You know, if you were prepared for this situation, if you had a guide that would give you step-by-step and um, instructions, products to buy, things to have on hand for all different kind of, uh, you know, disaster-related scenarios, whether those are economic, governmental, or just natural, whatever it might be, EMP pulses, things like that. Strategic Survival at strategicsurvival.com will help you with that. It is, uh, I, I'd, I'd call it an omnibus. It's a compendium. It's got everything that uh, that you need, and it's all in one document. And it's convenient, easy to use, and very understandable. Well written. Strategicsurvival.com. I recommend it. All right. So we've got an kind of, an, I guess, an editorial blog post here from Eunice Wentworth. And I found is, this is that real? through uh, Vermin Supreme. And his... Okay, no, it's not. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, this, I believe, is real. Uh, it is somebody who, let's see, let's go to about Eunice here. So Ver- Vermin Supreme, for those that do not know, is the candidate running for president that wears the rubber boot on his head. He, yes. Uh, every four years goes uh, goes about uh, New Hampshire and wherever else he can get some attention. But usually it's New Hampshire and, um, you know, runs for president and just makes a sort of a, a mockery of the whole thing. So this is uh, apparently an older lady who has herself a blog here, and uh, I don't know, maybe maybe this isn't real, but it certainly sounds real to me. Furries, bronies, porn, and ponies, signs of a culture in decline. She attacks Vermin Supreme in this uh, particular article here. 
Trends in social media reveal increased deviant behavior toward animals, cartoon, and fantasy creatures. This, by the way, from EuniceWentworth.wordpress.com. This maladjusted epidemic has infected the bloodstream of our American nervous system and unsightly... It is unsightly. America America has a nervous system and a bloodstream. Mm. And it aches the heart. Tumblr is a magnet of voracious hedonism. Twitter and Facebook equally self-indulgent. 76% of adults are influenced by social media. The numbers are mind-bending, she says. Clearly, the breakdown of civilized society is the result of sex-themed forums and blogs devoted to cartoon smut. There are disturbed young men and some very sick women trolling the internet to heighten twisted perversions. Once habits form, they're not easily broken. Soon, these young people slip into moral bankruptcy, sidelined as counterproductive citizens. They produce nothing and use vast resources while they're at it. Their existence thwarts the recovery of our slumped economy simply because the majority of capable adults don't participate in it. Let's talk about uh, the use of uh, resources real quick by people who pay for them. Okay, so... (laughs) You the very buying of something is a resource of itself in itself. I mean, it's beneficial to the economy. If I buy something, you know, somebody else has sold it and there's been labor put into it, productive labor and things like that. So let's suppose I buy something I never use. It's not like this has never happened. Um, You know, I didn't need it. It was a poor choice on my part, but it still helped the economy. So to suggest that somehow, you know, our resources are being our resources are being used by people who are useless eaters suggests that those resources are yours they're not yours Mm. the water of the world the air of the world these things are not yours this whole article is basically this wentworth character complaining about other people doing things that she disagrees with yes uh with their freedom whatever freedom they have to hang out with yeah like to have her at the halloween maybe again maybe she's not real mark i don't know but uh it's let's continue we might as well give up she says or excuse me uh instead they boo-boo or boohoo about inequality and waste time prowling for sick delights. We might as well give up on this portion of the generation. It's not worth it. Right. She's ready to give up on a generation. I just hope they don't vote. We've entered a most hazardous time. I was in Baltimore this summer and rode the mark to a home school gathering. In a regrettable coincidence, the train car filled with smelly anime fans in town for a convention. Who knew Baltimore was teeming with sickos? The city pulsed with freakish hairdos and costumes. Many were obese and unclean. I clutched my <laughs> handbag tightly. I thought about crime. They didn't offer me a seat on the crowded train either as they displayed no discernible sign of proper manners. Instead, they bantered on about nothing of great importance. Suddenly, I became frightened for the future of our country. They fussed like tired babies, uninterested in the election or important matters. My soul cried tears of agony. Sailor Blue and Mr. Pokemon, please, I snuffed. <laughs> Snuffled. How she know these? <laughs> yeah, that's what makes me think this might not be real. Get off this train and get a job. There is still time. It was all I could think. The infiltration of Satan is everywhere, now, especially in Baltimore. I'm fond of a, a superhero, which is just really no difference than this anime stuff. I mean, it's just a, you know, drawings on paper. Yeah. I, I worked at a comic book store when I was growing Japanese up. Japanese superheroes. I'm 41 years old now. I've got a kid. I pr- pr- participate in the economy. Exactly why is You are it- satanic, according to her. Why does it matter what uh, you know? What little hobby I've got? What proclivity? It's not important enough, according to her. I must be always focused on important things. That's just it. You know, it comes back around to the conversation we were having a moment ago about whether or not we were covering what was the most important issue at any given moment in our the second hour of our, hour of our program. But it presumes that that's why Free Talk Live is here. <laughs> we're here to be an open phones panel discussion, and we'd like to talk about a variety of different things. She goes on. For some, it's already too late. 
One could assume by their vacant stares, shaking hands, and gaming obsessions, these individuals are too exhausted to offer salvation. Their lust for make-believe characters discourages maturity and normal development. If you thought it the reminds an- me of the um. Oh, shoot. I should probably have looked it up. There's uh, somebody, I think it was named North, uh, that was uh, testifying in front of Congress back when they were trying to regulate comic books. I think it was in the 50s. Hmm. Um, and, you know, the, 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 the bright colors warp our youth's yeah. minds. <laughs> you know, I mean, comic books have been with us a long time. We know what the natural result is. Kids have been tying towels around their necks and pretending to be Superman for a very long time. There's a few of them every once in a while that will get squashed like bugs on the pavement as they jump off of something too high because they believe that the towel has uh, imbued them with superpowers. But Satan other, led them to do that, Mark. Other than the that. The devil. Well, fine. I don't care who led them to do it. They're taken care of. If you thought the anime tread was disturbing, just hold on to your rosary beads because here come the bronies and furries taking mental disturbance and deviation to a whole new low. No wonder our economy is in such decline. So a brony is a male that likes My Little Pony, right? That's right. How did you know that? Somebody told me earlier. Just today? or A few days ago. How interesting. What a coincidence. I had never heard of bronies before this article. Now, furries I'm familiar with, but not uh, the bronies. Furries are uh, people who dress up like uh, animals. and Yes, you know, we will learn more pretend. about them. According to, We'll get her dis- description of what a, uh, a furry is here in a moment. <laughs> that should be uh, But first, bronies, she says, are a subgroup of young men intensely aroused by the Hasbro cartoon My Little Pony. They are the bros, or followers, of Pony and have erected an entire cultural shrine to their icon, My Little Pony. Their fervor is boundless and lacks age and gender appropriateness. What could be the appeal of pastel ponies on grown college-age men? Is masculinity and duty to tradition finished? What's more disturbing? I think masculinity is finished. Um, you know, I mean, I, 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 that's, that's what I see. What's more disturbing with this emerging group is the abundance of smut and fan art spreading like genital crabs. Such art, in quotes, she says, has no meaningful role in a society already choked in pornographic mire. We'll continue with her comments in moments. 855-450-FREE. You share your thoughts. Is it a culture in decline? It's Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. 855-450-FREE. Even if it's satire or parody of some sort, as I believe this article is actually intended to be. We're sharing it right now. Uh, Eunice Wentworth.wordpress.com. It's actually the only post on her blog. I just uh, checked that out. But Vermin Supreme linked to it, and it's pretty entertaining. So we're going to continue here. And uh, I don't want to jinx anything, but I've been talking with Vermin about getting him on the show. I'm not going to announce when until I've got this thing nailed down. I thought I had it nailed down, but I'm waiting to get a phone number from the guy so we can actually call him on the night on which we were supposed to have him. That'd be important. But I'm hoping to have him on before the election. So let's just say that. It'd be more more important. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so 855-450-FREE allows you to bring up anything you want. Also, we invite you to the website at freetalklive.com. We've got a webcam. You can watch, listen, and interact over at cam.freetalklive.com. The camera, or the uh, the chat room, rather, is built right into the same page as the cam, so you can interact with other Free Talk Live listeners and watch the show at cam.freetalklive.com. Now, the 
the subject of this blog post by what is probably not a real person. Eunice? Eunice Wentworth. (laughs) Whether it is actually Vermin Supreme or somebody who knows him, I don't know. There's a link in the blog roll to Vermin Supreme, so perhaps it is one of his many characters. He does have more than just Vermin uh, as, as a character. And it is uh, basically talking about the idea that the culture is in decline, and look at the bronies as uh, as an example, and the furries, uh, and the anime fans. So they're talking about bronies here, or she is talking about bronies, and says that such art, referring to the artwork that would show My Little Pony characters in sexual positions with one another, she says such art has no meaningful role in society already choked in pornographic mire. I'm pretty sure it doesn't. <laughs> the adoration of pony porn leads one into the dredges of bestiality and bi-curious experimentation. I, I wonder why it does bi-curious experimentation. I don't know which is worse. You be the judge. Men are certainly less masculine if you haven't noticed. They have no business playing with ponies and magic. If they can't work or go to school, they should at least join the military and learn to behave <laughs> like real men. <laughs> Furries, she Catch says. Some bullets. Represent yet another promiscuous subculture hailing from Canada. Canadians are always pushing the limit when it comes to abnormal sin. Their Their liberal political system leads many to a lifestyle of rampant homosexuality and prostitution. I'd like to point uh, point out that uh, Canada has shown up uh, on both lists of economically free places above the United States. True. So sometimes a couple spots above. I'm not sure that it's liberal compared to the United States. I think liberal that the United States might be. You know, more liberal than than Canada, at least with the, when it comes to spending. They smoke a lot of weed Government's in Canada, control. too. Vancouver has more prostitutes than hockey players and moose. Furries take anthropomorphic what? lust to the depths of shameless perversion. They masquerade in big-headed animal fursuits and parade in public, often displays of humping and heavy petting frighten common people. Like zoo creatures in heat, these activities should be limited. <laughs> should be limited to those already behind cages. It is a barbaric the hobby. People think this. I mean, there's Eunice is only a conglomeration of the thoughts of other people. You mean about furries? Just in general. Their loose association with their inner animal is cause for alarm and should be treated by only the most experienced psychological experts. That costs money, you know. Furries are typically male, eighty percent. Are unemployed and By the have. Way, I heard that fifty percent of them, um, you know, when somebody called in, fifty percent of them were gay. So, hmm. you know, it's uh, it seems to be a to some extent a, a deviancy, you know, confined to the gay community to some extent. Furries are typically male, unemployed, and have lifelong obsessions with cartoons. Not surprising. Youngsters raised on television shows like Kim Possible, Powerpuff Girls, and even Strawberry Shortcake have become oversexed miscreants, hungry for more toon porn. These once innocent characters have now become grossly morphed into sexual porn stars, their images taking on risque and scandalous acts. Go ahead and Google it yourself. You'll be shocked to see images of the Powerpuff Girls in a three-way or Kim Possible with a big black you-know-what in her mouth. Even Smurfette is not off-limits. These images will make you recoil in disgust. You may not even you may even need to look twice to grasp the depths of such depravity. I know I did. Look twice. As these subcultures break into the mainstream, we can only expect further decay of basic morals and principles. My friends, it has already happened in the current election. Take Vermin Supreme, a 2012 candidate for president and king of the bronies. His vile website tells the picture. He promises a pony for everyone if he does, elected. He does po- promise a pony for everyone. And wants to exploit... And by the way, that would not be the most, the largest boondoggle of a government program No, ever, certainly not. By no means. 
He uh, wants to exploit the undead as a renewable energy source. It's an unchristian platform if I ever heard one. Furman promotes a gay agenda and once attempted to turn a Christian leader into a homosexual with magical fairy glitter. Which was very funny, by the way. It was during one of the uh, alternative debates that they had up here in New Hampshire prior to the uh, primary election. They had the other Democratic candidates had, yes. a, had a debate, and Vermin was in that debate, and uh, and he absolutely did sprinkle fairy dust on one of those characters. <laughs> it was hilarious. Uh, he is atten- he is known to attend rainbow gatherings where group love and drug experimentation are the norm. As a protester, Mr. Supreme has already infiltrated the now-defunct Occupy movement, where job-avoiding losers rally behind a cloak of economic inequality. He is clearly a danger. The masses of unstable, unstoppable bronies and furries are drawn to him like mites on a mange-infested fursuit. His appeal to the unsatisfied and downtrodden is likely to influence undecided voters, unless their own laziness prevents them from voting. One can only pray. Mr. Supreme is a dangerous leader whose pony pimping must be carefully scrutinized. What can be done to amend a generation wallowing in a sewage of sexual aberration and irresponsibility? How can we reverse desires to fornicate? Fornicate. I don't know what that word means, to fornicate. And my dictionary tooltip's not working. Uh, (laughs) And pornify childhood innocence. I don't think it's a real word. Fornicate? It sounds like fornicate, but it's, uh, I don't know. All right. We'll find out. 855-453. She uh, goes on F-U-R-N-I-C-A-T-E. Eunice Wentworth goes on. She says the return of God-fearing values, Christian beliefs, and appropriate interventions can guide these lost souls off the speedway to hell and back into the productive institutions of school and work. I believe it's uh, it's showing up here under Urban Dictionary, so it sounds to me like it's fornicate just mispronounced. I see. Fornicate. Fornicate, like as as though she's from the South or something. Our economy's dependence on skilled, educated, socially adaptive workers will not be met if we continue along this path. The reality dodging by the 47% needs to be replaced with a rigorous cleansing. It might involve brainwashing or even bleach. America, we are facing a crisis. Salvation and healing will happen only under the banner of prosperity, where we can once again heal and share the bounties of wealth with those deserving of its merits. Prosperity for everyone in 2012, or prosperity for those of us who've earned it. If you're not on board with prosperity, you must be an atheist. And frankly, there's no room for atheists and perverts in this age of reform. Now go and vote and get back to work or else you'll miss the boat to salvation. That's the way God wants it. I saw it on YouTube. There you go. From it's Eun- funny. EuniceWentworth.wordpress.com if you'd like to see it for yourself. I'm amused that you were somehow fooled by this thing. You must not have read it all the way <laughs> Didn't through read the again. whole thing, no. I scanned through and I saw, you know, these exhortations of uh, Jesus and uh, the, the <laughs> hatred towards the anime kids, well, and I thought it could have been real. It could have been. It could have been, I suppose. I, I don't know. I got an article here that I haven't read either, if that's what you want to you know, go through. I've got an article here that uh, Sergio Romo, who I guess plays baseball, um, apparently wore a uh, T-shirt that was rather uh, eye-catching hmm. in the, uh, the the victory parade. Was it furries on his shirt? It was not. It, uh, it's Bronies? A, yeah. It says, I just look illegal. Um, so, I mean, he's actually making a political yeah, statement he is. there, um, which is... You know, the very brave of him to do that. The freedom of uh, free people to move across borders of free countries freely. Good for him for doing that. I mean, I think that more of it would be nice if more of, you know, baseball stars and folks like that would actually, uh, you know, put themselves out there if they believe something and, 
you know, it certainly would be a way for him to become more noted, uh, be you know, separate himself from the rest of the the pack of players that's you know never known for doing or saying anything. Yeah, it seems like a lot of them want to uh, sort of walk the line, or they don't care. Maybe they just don't care. But um, that's possible. You know, I think that the I think the ones that do take strong stands get a lot of positive uh, attention. You can bring up anything that you want. You may take control of the airwaves, and maybe you agree with this Eunice Wentworth, whether she's real or not. I don't think she is. But uh, maybe you agree with her and you think that the culture is in decline. What is it that you plan on doing about it? one 450 free That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves. And I think the, you know, the free thing's weird, but, you know, whatever. If that's what floats your boat, go get dressed up in a fursuit. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. You take control in the remaining moments. The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com. Three, give five bucks a month to the AMP program. It's my firm belief that Free Talk Live's AMP program is the best use of your charitable dollar among liberty-oriented organizations. Support all the organizations you love. But make sure you give five bucks a month to AMP at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free, 855-453. It's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Join us online at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that we share with you there. Uh, Once again, freetalklive.com. Like the show? Want to help support Free Talk Live? You can become an amplifier for as little as 5 bucks a month. Just head over to amp.freetalklive.com, and you can get signed up. The money from AMP currently, I mean, it, it always goes to certain things every month, like advertising Free Talk Live to the radio industry, promoting Free Talk Live to new radio stations. But coming up here, we're going to be spending a little bit of it on a what they call a step and repeat, which is one of those things that you see behind all the stars uh, when they're at some sort of a, an appearance, some kind of record release or whatever. There's you know, those logos behind them or a movie premiere or something like that. Uh, you see those staggered logos behind them. It's called a step and repeat. We're going to get one of those for Free Talk Live. Yeah, and LRN.FM. That way, Mark, uh, next time you're on TV, for for instance, with uh, the CBC, uh, the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. Which I was last week. We'll have a fancier-looking background. This week, maybe. A, a more professional-looking background that, uh, that we can utilize for that uh, for those purposes. I thought the blinking lights of our gizmos was a professional enough. I mean, it was good. It's you pretty know, obvious. I, you know, you look like radio. a radio guy. Yep. And uh, so there's that. We're working on that as well. And, Mark, you're going down to the debates, uh, which the debate is happening on Monday, uh, the third-party debate round two. They're taking the two candidates that were the most popular in the first round, which was originally four candidates now. Hopefully the ones that aren't in jail. Jill Stein and uh, Gary Johnson will be the two candidates on Monday that will be uh, competing. And, Mark, you're going to actually be there as a pundit. You will be there to uh, provide commentary and to, I guess, smooth with whoever it is that happens to be there in the audience, maybe find us some more supporters and that sort of thing, we'll spread see. the ideas of uh, Free Talk Live. But, you know, it costs some money to send you down there, and uh, it, it, it is promoting Free Talk Live. So that's some of the, the stuff more recently that the AMP program has gone to. Also recently we went to uh, the Talkers Magazine's convention that we had down in Los Angeles, which was also productive the for us. The new media seminar. Yeah, exactly. So you can go to amp.freetalklive.com to get behind this program. It's, as I said, five bucks a month. You can use any major credit card via PayPal or use via Visa or MasterCard right on our website and get perks like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, AMP-only forum, podcast, and more. The AMP podcast does not have the normal podcast commercials uh, that the regular podcast does. So go to amp.freetalklive.com to get signed up there. Once again, that's amp.freetalklive.com. 
There's been some controversy on the Free Talk Live bulletin board system uh, recently, as in the last couple days. Today, actually. Somebody posts uh, on the BBS, Why do you continue to pursue the conspiracy theory vendetta? He provides several links uh, to which you know are articles uh, regarding testing of chemicals on individuals. One from Fox News, for instance, about secret chemical oh. testing. I absolutely believe that there's some foundation to the idea of chemtrails. What what throws me off is is that they think that every single plane flying through the air is spraying down stuff on them, and I think that that is just paranoid claptrap. I mean, does the government want to control the weather? You better believe they do. Does uh, you know? Is there something out there that they've been you know working on this? I think terraforming or something like that. I think might be might be the term that they use. But they've got terms for this. Yeah, they're you know man's trying to affect his environment. There's no doubt about that. But uh, you know, they, people will claim that they see a grid pattern in the sky or whatever. And yeah, planes fly and you know they tend to fly in the similar directions. When you take a look at the you know the flight path maps that they have, yeah, they're all over the place. They're they're going in similar directions. So a certain quirk writes on the BBS, listening to the FTL podcast this morning, Nemi begins with a story, so this is from last night, about the feds investigating and charging Meridian, Mississippi with a school-to-prison story. Uh, no, one's questions, no one questions Nemi's beliefs. No one attacks her personally or the story's credibility. Uh, the, then again, the, then the first caller, Matt from Ohio, suggests that chemtrailing could be done easily if the agents were slipped into gasoline. The yeah, response, I felt like uh, you, were, you were a little rough on Matt, simply because you didn't seem to want to talk about the subject of chemtrails, and I get it. I think, it, uh, you know, I, I think we've talked enough about it um, for the rest of my life. The response, life. Ian personally attacks Matt by, and he's paraphrasing, why even bother to call in about something you don't believe? And says to the audience, again paraphrasing, at least call about something you believe. To Mark's credit, he slips in a reaffirmation of FTL's motto of calling in about anything. However, the damage is done by now. The caller's credibility is in question because he dares to mention chemtrails. And I'm not going to stop you from calling in about something you don't believe. We get crank callers. They obviously don't believe what they're calling in uh, to talk about. It just makes more sense. Like, if you're going to spend time on national radio talking about something, why not talk about something you believe in? Talk about some sort of issue that's important to you. This guy said it wasn't important to him. I know there are people that, well, that believe chemtrails are important to them, and they absolutely are serious about it when they call he, it. He gave out the most plausible theory for chemtrails I've heard yet, which is chemtrails, by the way, are not the exhaust of airplanes. Uh, but They are a theory about what could also be sprayed from airplanes. Right, and um, but contrails are really just they're clouds created by the 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 jet disturbing the air so um, and the moisture in the air yeah Yeah. well that's what clouds are whereas he was talking about this would be exhaust uh, putting something in the the fuel the avgas and Mm -hmm. uh, you know then whatever would be the resultant exhaust could be the chemtrails i have a question that unreasonable and or excuse me i have to question that unreasonable and condescending reaction it causes me to doubt the show's integrity and intentions I've linked four stories. Yeah, if we don't agree with chemtrails, it's always uh, our integrity is always in question. We're gatekeepers. I've linked four source stories here, two quite recent, one of which is from Senator McCaskill's McCurry's uh, Missouri Senate office. I'll reveal unquestionable evidence of chemtrailing. Four links, proof positive, no argument. In fact, I dare anyone to deny them. So if there's a litany of creepy government behavior, not to mention it being FTL's primary source of bread and butter, why is the response always the same? Always, the caller is a kook, and there's no proof, etc., etc. 
Well, I think that we've admitted previously and seen stories previously of governments, uh, you know, spraying things. You and I, Mark, lived in Florida at the time when they sprayed malathion all over the damn place. What yep. was that for? Citrus canker or something like that? Something or some like kind that. of bug, I think yeah, it was. Maybe it was mosquitoes. I don't know. Uh, no, it wasn't mosquitoes. Well, anyway, they, they sprayed something and it was pretty clear that they were spraying something because, you know, it was obvious. They were spraying something. They told you to something. wash your car. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, there's certainly examples of uh, governments doing things like that. And there's no doubt that uh, government people want to control others. No doubt about it. No doubt that they would have no problems considering they've experimented with nuclear weapons on innocent, peaceful people that they wouldn't experiment or that they would also experiment with chemicals on innocent, uh, peaceful people. No doubt about it. As John Shaw points out in his response, now he's one of the moderators on the forum. And I'm just going to share what he says here because he's dead on. He says probably – okay, so I guess the general question from Certain Quirk here is, uh, you know, he says, so if there's a litany of uh, creepy behavior, why is the response always the same? What is it, Ian? FTL, read those four stories and answers these questions. Are the stories legitimate? Do they describe chemtrailing? If you answered yes, then why do you continue to pursue the conspiracy theory vendetta, etc.? So – Again, I'll acknowledge there are examples of this. There was a story from the UK once that Sam shared with us to prove that uh, that chemtrails were were happening and that sort of thing. Uh, probably, says John Shaw, because the FTL boys would rather not waste their time in a rabbit hole of possible evils when there are demonstrably, demonstrably real evils that deserve more attention. Which is why Nemi was not questioned in the information that she was giving because she was talking about things that were actually happening and catalog, you know, something that you could concrete point to as something that's actually happening to people. That is the school children in Mississippi being imprisoned for misbehavior in class. Whereas the caller about chemtrails was purely speculating on what he believed could be the case on this possible thing that could be happening. Yeah, you know, uh, I think that some of the problems with uh, chemtrails is that a lot of the information that comes from um, comes about on it are, comes on websites that look really uh, disreputable. Right, and then there's also the science that shows that most of the claims of chemtrails are easily debunkable. All these photos, if you go and look up chemtrails, you'll find all manner of photos claiming that these are planes spraying stuff from you know some secretive uh, compartment. Yep. And I'm sure and, the government's spraying things. I'm sure the government's trying to affect the weather. I'm sure the government's doing those things. I don't think that every plane that goes by um, and produces a contrail is part of a nefarious plot, though. Who gives, an, who gives a darn if they're maybe possibly using a magical heretofore unknown radio waves to cause a hurricane on the east coast so obama can look good and win an election when government stooges are beating and killing people in the street and who gives a care if they if they're maybe maybe possibly crop dusting people and he says that's all this is john shaw's response that is all chemtrails is you know it's effing accusations of crop dusting people with various chemicals to control their minds when 90 plus percent of children in this country aren't a government propaganda camp every single day they already control the minds of the people to quote my own movie he says if they already control everything then why the elaborate plan to control everything conspiracy stuff is a time sink and a rabbit hole and a waste of time that would be my guess as to why we are not too excited about talking talking about that topic i think john shaw nailed it yeah i think so too so, more coming up tomorrow night. You can join us online in the meantime over at freetalklive.com. And you can take control of the airwaves at that time. You don't have to agree with us. You can call us out as we were called out earlier. Feel free. Phones are open to you tomorrow night. freetalklive.com.
Election Day is fast approaching. As Americans, we're looking to vote in a new batch of Washington's best, brightest, and morally bankrupt flim-flam artists that money can buy. These irresponsible, unaccountable politicians will try to convince us that red is more fashionable than blue, or that blue is superior to red. These hucksters all want us to know that it's okay to bend over for their big business friends. In our hearts, we all know that no matter what color we choose, we're going to get screwed. Oh, yeah. The staff at Vava Voom says let's get screwed in style. From naughty to nice, Vava Voom has all the top brands of adult novelties, DVDs, sexy lingerie, and supplements that will help keep your bedroom heated these cold winter nights. Let Vava Voom help you get your kink on. Prefer to shop naked? Oh, yeah. Fulfill even your naughtiest fantasies online at shopvavavoom.com. That's shopvavavoom.com. 